0: action pack awesomeness right
1: here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume
0: one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right
2: now so you're recording yeah i have no recording as, as you can see i'm
1: officially recording your voice now
2: <laughs> bad, bad, bad era, <laughs> legal, legal stuff <laughs> <Hashtag> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no, nope, you're okay. Uh, they put that little thing message there now, because I guess so many people are using these programs. Oh. Like, because I'm the one who records our podcast, just we do the one recording and from Skype, and it's always like, now it pops, it sometimes pops up of like, m- make sure you tell the people recording that they're being yeah, that recorded. It just
1: has a pop-up for everybody, and it's like, you are being recorded.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. um. Cool, so I am... All yours, really apologies about that. It was very last minute. No, no, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us last minute. Yeah, we were just going to do just, just the two of us, uh, and it was like the only one this month where we didn't... Just spoiler alert, nobody wanted to jump on Left Behind
2: for whatever reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, gonna, I mean, I'll save it for it, but I, I watch them all for The Cage, and oh, yeah, they were... Honestly, I was very shocked. I haven't watched... I've known of it for years. I haven't watched this one, right? I, I'll just save it, because it's terrible, but I'm not, like, bummed I watched it. But, it's yeah. not the
3: worst version of this.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. It was great, too, and I'm, I'm going to mention this on the pod. Like, honestly, this is one of the few movies I've ever seen on YouTube in full in HD that hasn't been removed. Ooh. Like, you just Google uh, Left Behind full movie, and there's a, no one's taking it down. Well, I'm sure Kirk Cameron wants to
1: get you sucked in, so then you watch the sequels. <laughs> All right. well,
2: this is on the Arcade one, not the character.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Say, well, if, if Nicholas Cage was in Left Behind 2, Tribulation Force, or Left Behind 3, World at War, I'm in, guys.
2: I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I'm excited to talk about it because it's kind of a bummer we
4: don't have sequels to his version.
0: Everything I <laughs> button from button these movies Help button What? What? a make little bit What? 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 So is everything set for dad's surprise party? He got called into work. Can I buy you a coffee? I'm waiting for someone. Ah. My dad. Hi, sweetheart. Hey. Hey. Welcome aboard PanCon flight 257 to London. Flight time today will be six hours and 30 minutes.
4: I love you. over this plane have simply vanished. Chris, let me! In. Chris! Free me.
1: I know you all want answers, and believe me, so do I, and I'll do my best to get them.
3: I heard some doctors talking. It's not just here.
0: It's all over the world. One of these days the sky's
2: gonna break Chloe, are you okay?
0: Yeah, but Mom and Remy, they're both gone One of these days
4: the mountains are gonna
1: fall into no! Irene knew this was coming, the way it happened How
0: could she know that? He took them to protect them from the darkest time in the history of this world would never do something like this.
1: We all have a right to know we're gonna die. We're gonna die.
2: I have no spoilers, no flaps, no elevators, and if I run this thing dry, no reverse thrust. I need some room. Oh. I just really need you to know how much I love
4: you no matter what happens. like the end of the world one of these
0: days the sky's gonna break and everything will escape and i'll know yeah,
4: yeah.
1: ladies and gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything, everything i learned from movies. movies and tonight oh tonight oh we are talking about 2014's <gasps> left behind mm. Yeah! Mm. No, this isn't the Kirk Cameron one, babe. This oh, is, thank God. This is part of Nick oh. August K. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah!
1: Uh, but we are not alone for this one.
3: Oh, my God. I should have put on a bra. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mind. Uh,
3: <laughs> Free we, the even Peaks. <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Joe from the Flyover State of Film
2: Podcast. Welcome, Joe. Hi, hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we didn't leave me behind. That's
1: right.
4: Yeah.
2: we uh, a little peek behind the
1: curtain. Uh, we started emailing each other yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> literally. I was like, "Cool." It's basically like, "Hey, if you ever need a, anyone, a Nicholas Cage
2: expert, uh, I'm free." It's like, uh, "What are you doing tomorrow night?" <laughs> <laughs> that, that that is like self die like given Cage expert. You know, uh, just full knowledge, almost all of that. Uh, not as much as some but not as little as others. I uh, was very happy to hear you had time today, and um, something that uh, we haven't seen, so it was pretty exciting. Oh, so, so, I'm sorry, was this your first time watching Left Behind? Uh, You know, I can't say, yeah, it was. Nice. <laughs> I'm shocked it wasn't. Um, we uh, we do a little, uh, so we really started do a Cajun beers, um, like about a decade ago, and this would have been one of the like three or four movies we've chosen, and we just haven't picked it. Ah.
1: So. Babe, was uh, your first time watching this the first time we watched it a couple months ago?
3: Yeah, I went ahead and skipped this
1: one. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I kept confusing this with knowing. <laughs> yeah, so the one where Nicholas Cage is on an airplane and blah, 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 and I was like, oh, yeah, I've <laughs> seen that one. But then it was like, no, no, it's based on a Kirk Cameron movie, and I'm like... From like the '80s or something, yeah. yeah. Let let down a little rabbit hole of uh, the Left Behind movies,
2: and uh, you so know we watch. Is good though, just to like cut in. Oh, I know it's
1: it's uh, coming
2: up later <laughs> this month.
4: And,
2: yeah. Uh... Uh, I feel like and and then when you get to your podcast, like that's one like Roger Ebert like like died on a hill for, which always stuns me.
4: Oh
2: wow, really? <laughs> um. Yeah, he was like he thought it was a phenomenal movie but yeah yeah left behind i think it has a lot to do with the cover too why it's never been watched
1: yeah it looks like a compilation of several other nick cage movies in the uh the early teens the early 2010s or whatever i don't know i don't know what you call the decade (laughs) but uh but yeah but before we get started though babe i'm a little thirsty i don't know about you
3: i am as well and i feel like i just need something that's Aggressively American.
1: Oh, well, you're in luck, because uh, our two beverages today are pretty aggressively American, because it's what's left. Uh, first, from Squatter's Craft Brewery here in Salt Lake yeah. City, Utah, we have the American Wheat Hefeweizen Wheat Beer. Uh, let's see, five American grains come together with Tentinger hops and hot yeast to deliver a soft mouthfeel mm. with subtle notes of citrus. Finish with a lemon wedge and pour with unfiltered pride. Boom! 4.8% alcohol by volume.
4: I
3: prefer my pride more filtered, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let me one moment while I pop my top.
3: My my top. Ah, rainbows are flying out of my unfiltered
1: pride! (laughs) (laughs) Like an eagle scream out of (laughs) (laughs) there.
3: By the way, we may actually have bald eagles in our neighborhood. I
1: think we saw uh, yeah. some
3: nesting right
1: down by the road. We did. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, real quick,
3: the pour. Yeah. Woo! All right, it's a beautiful, light, pale, like like a pale straw color. It's got an off-white, creamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Yeah. Steve's, Steve's going in for the sip. Mm. Yeah, it's got a half a in a room. It's a not so aggressively clove, a little bit more on the banana side.
1: Yeah. Steve? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's a half but it's got yeah, like we were saying, the uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: kind of a citrus mouth, you know, citrus flavor. Yeah. yeah if you're um. somebody
3: who's not a hundred percent sold on the and yeast,
1: um, this is a really
3: good place to start. It doesn't have that. I hate to say it this way, but it's the best way to describe it. That sweaty taste. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It does have a different, uh, different
2: taste to it. Uh, yeah, Joe, uh, you just got off work, right? Are you? Uh, yeah, really hitting
1: it hard. Yeah.
2: I <laughs> am. I Ooh. am. I actually love that you guys do a, uh, a beer crack because that's kind of uh, what, how we start ours a little bit, whether it's a toast or a beer. A flyover. I'm drinking a Industrial Arts Brewing Company Power Tools. It is a West Coast. Indian Pale Ale, at seven point one percent, and it is nice. It is a nice. It's very refreshing. It's hot in here, so this this is perfect. I am I'm hitting it. I'm out of work, and uh, hopefully I'll be drunk by the end of this podcast. Oh
4: God willing, Woo! God willing. <laughs>
2: uh, this was actually like leftover beer. I don't even know where was this located. This was leftover in my fridge from someone that brought it, and this is why I'm like, what the hell is this? But I was full out. Yeah, this doesn't even give you the location, so we're just Ooh. drinking something. It could be, it could be from nowhere. I don't know. from uh, New York. Oh, oh, there we
1: go. <laughs>
4: there
2: it was very hidden. Usually, like really proud of where they're brewed. This is not for some reason. it's like
1: like, new york city where they know what salsa should taste like
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it's not bad um it wasn't bad which i'm very happy to uh taste um yeah before this i uh prepping i did finish the only like seltzer in my fridge which is i know not a beer but i (laughs) Like I need something else too.
4: Nice.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we, we do non-beer things. Like Steve and I are uh, BJCP beer judges, so oh, cool. we tend to do a lot of beers. But yeah, we definitely. I mean, some of our guests even just drink
4: water. Oh my Ugh. god. Ooh. Well, they know the what
3: fish do in that stuff. It's the hard stuff, man. You got to be hardcore.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. We just got back from Vermont for a few days, so I did cleaned out my fridge of like everything and threw it in that cooler. So it was really like. Bear the bones. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we're we're kind of down to
1: the last things left in our uh, our fridge too. But Joe, you, know, uh, you mind telling us a little bit about the uh, Flyover State of Mind podcast?
2: Yeah, fly, yeah, no, no worries. Uh, so, Flyover State of Film is a podcast that's been going on for about two years now. It's uh, including myself. It's four of us, and we uh, get on uh, biweekly to uh, discuss different topics. Whether usually one of us pick a topic or a game. Whether that's like some movie trivia, or like I do a game called like things my like descriptions of my mom would say uh, for for a movie, and then we pick a movie to kind of base the episode around. So we each rotate in hosting order, and the host picks the movie. So uh, and then we have uh, flybys on our channel, which are a little like more shorter one-on-one interviews or not interviews, uh, conversations where we talk about. Pairings like uh, I did one where it was uh, Little Giants and and uh, Three Ninjas. So uh, we have a lot of fun on the podcast. Definitely, you know, give it a give it a listen, and uh, it's on YouTube or anywhere you can find. And we uh, we have I, it's sometimes the highlight of my week.
1: Excellent! Uh, I was about to hear it. <laughs> I have to check it out. Like I said, we just made it yesterday, so I've been able to mm-hmm. uh, download too many with my my oh, usual no, Q, So. <laughs>
2: Or uh, yeah, we, we range from topics of, you know, sometimes it's just a conversation of a topic, but sometimes it's, you know, a fight. We try to really mix it up, and uh, everyone has their own personality, too, on it.
1: Sounds good. Uh, so, yeah, 2014's Left Behind uh, from director Vic Armstrong. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> apparently... Uh, he's also directed a few things. Uh, 1993's Army of One slash Joshua Tree. That's yeah! the uh, Dolph Lundgren movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, and an episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. This and A Sunday Horse, which is apparently a horse movie starring Linda Hamilton, William Shatner, and Bing Rhames. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm about to try to hunt that one down somewhere. Uh, But he's probably more famous for uh, being a stuntman and stunt coordinator for over a 100 movies, including You Only Live Twice, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Live and Let Die, Escape to Athena, that other Roger Moore uh, one we watched, uh, Flash Gordon. Raiders of Lost Ark, American Werewolf London, Blade Runner, Return of the Jedi, Conan Destroyer, Dune, Rambo 3, Total Recall, Double Impact, Universal Soldier, Last Action Hero, Johnny Mnemonic, Starship Troopers, Cutthroat Island, Charlie's Angels, Gangs of New York, I Am Legend, Salt, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, and he retired in 2016 at the age of 69. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I think those are just the movies that have been on our podcast, uh, or at least most of them.
3: I don't know if you've heard or not, but there was so uh, some uh, protesting from Cameron.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you just don't uh, appreciate
1: Vic Armstrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did a Bond, like early in the pandemic, I did all those Bond movies and I'm going, man, I watched that guy a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, say he was
1: probably the uh, the one skiing down the slopes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worst. But of course, uh, the Left Behind series is based on novels by Jerry B. Jenkins and Tim LaHaye. or LaHay or something. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, that's basically all they're known for. Uh, but the screenplay was from Paul Lalonde and John Pattis. Hey! That, Great questions. They did these. Um, and it looks like other uh, Christian movies, uh, such as Left Behind 2, Tribulation Force, which we did uh, what, in March. Mm,
3: <laughs> yeah. What were they thinking, Pod? Yeah. By the way, if you guys hear bumping or we get disconnected, uh, Cameron the Cat has joined us, named her and her twin sister, or Cameron and Poe, named for uh, Conair. That's
2: right. <laughs> oh, I love that.
1: <laughs> and uh, Pickles Cage is uh, <laughs> walking around here somewhere. Yeah, formerly Pickles, but I guess when I came to the picture. We...
4: Yes,
3: well, we dubbed him that because uh, our cat, who uh, passed away two years ago, was Caster Troy.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Okay. Well, sorry for the passing, but it's amazing. The naming is
4: <laughs> and, and apt
2: for that little bastard. <laughs> I loved him to death. He was the
3: worst fucking cat I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, Steve decided to date a girl who had a cat named Caster Troy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, do- I that would work. Yeah, like maybe like I don't care. I'll move in. It's fine.
3: Be like, hey, so do you like cats? Mm. They're named after Nicolas Cage characters. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Interested. <laughs> yeah, but of course, the uh, the stars of this movie, we have Sir Nicholas Cage as Rayford Steele. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray as Buck Williams <laughs> wait what's his like first name like
2: no, it's, uh, like
1: Clarence Williams or something like that yeah, or?
2: I think I wrote it down at one point yeah uh, I'm checking my notes every real
1: name, every name is
2: every name is very porny in this
1: yeah totally they're aggressively masculine yeah, well, uh, we have uh, Cassie Thompson as Chloe Steele Nikki Wayland as Hattie Durham. Jordan Sparks joins us as Shasta Carvel, though I don't think her name's ever said. And Leah Thompson as Irene Steele. Mmm. Interesting.
2: Yes. Alright. So uh how did you watch this movie, Joe? Oh my god. Uh we were talking a little bit before, but like this is the first movie I think I've like had to watch that's newer. It's on YouTube. Full movie, HD quality like uploaded by someone not like the production company and Just a fan. it was up- yeah it was <laughs> uploaded like 4 years ago and the comments were aggressively christian oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was people yeah it wasn't people being like oh nick cage you know or this and that like whatever it was like the first 10 were like oh yeah like, love jesus yeah. And like, <laughs> prepare yourselves the
1: rapture is coming yeah. this
2: is the and movie like, that
3: made my sister stop watching Nicolas Cage movies no, really. oh my
2: god that's disappointing because I, I don't want to put my cards too early it's not the worst one
4: oh. no it's not no no no
2: no I, I we kind of got into this near the, the the pre-show I was impressed essentially that it was in focus and that it wasn't <laughs> yeah. the cover it depicted right
4: yeah
2: All right, right. well, Joe, let's get this out of the way real
1: quick. What is your favorite Nicolas Cage movie and your least favorite Nicolas
2: Cage movie? Okay, that's not a... That's a heartache question. Uh, (laughs) There's three three tiers of Nicolas Cage. Um, There's, like, well-acted, like, should-be-Oscar-nominated Nicolas Cage. It exists. There's, like, fun, crazy-action Nicolas Cage, and then there's just dog shit. This isn't dog shit, by the way. Um, but I'd say you know I, I'm sorry, I'm being like this on this. I'd I'd say that probably the most watch f- f- funnest. I have it's a tie between Conair and Face Off. Correct oh, answer. Ding 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 ding. No, yeah, sorry. we will also <laughs> accept The Rock. And then like yeah, and it's the, it's one of the best trilogies of all time. Uh, well acted though I'll just give you that like please anyone check out Joe or um, it's really underrated it's not, not me Joe to, to the movie um <laughs> I think it's tremendous like Mandy of his recent or uh, raising Arizona and all those classics like I, I do believe he is a tremendous actor who puts out good work but just works and is terrible at the same time but he's not terrible
1: I, I feel like, like, he like gives it. It his all. I feel like the reason is he's always trying to do something different, like a different kind of story or a different like genre kind of thing. And it's like, sometimes you see the first takes on stuff like that, I mean, especially mm-hmm. like the lower budget things. But he's always given it 110%. He, he doesn't mail in.
3: So I sort yeah. of think of Nicolas Cage sort of like Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. Um, I personally think Pierce Brosnan is the perfect James Bond. I think he is, of all the actors who've ever played James Bond, the most James Bond. I also think he was handed the worst scripts in the franchise. Absolute trash. And so I feel like, like... Nicholas Cage is always Nicolas Cage, and I personally feel he's always super good. And the more you watch, like, the more you, you start to notice the small nuances in the characters and all of that. But, um, yeah, he's always trying new stuff, so it's not always the best direction. It's not always the best script. He's willing to try it, and that's what I really appreciate.
2: I I could get on fully board with that. I mean, I, I like to compare him to. I I'm sure like, hurting right now. I call him terrible because I don't believe that. There's definitely no really, well, It's like
1: it, 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 it's like when I'm off. asking, "Oh, what's your least favorite Cage movie?" I'm like, "Oh, it's the worst movie I've
2: ever seen." Eight out of ten stars. Yeah. you know. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> but um, exactly um I have given. I, yeah. I think jumping on that, um, I still got to answer worst movie by the way, but I'll get to that yeah, in a yeah, second. Oh, the jump, one Jumping you. <laughs> jumping on that, I I actually think it's a lot like you. Grab a great point. Is uh, it? It's a lot like um Keanu Reeves, right? Keanu Reeves with the the right director and script delivers amazingly. And that's Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Um, he's, you I pair him with the right. <laughs> yeah. I, but, but it wasn't the right director and script, <laughs> yeah. but actually people like constant. And my podcast, is I don't hate it. I don't hate lot. it. A <laughs> lot. Uh, I think the worst is one I've watched recently is, uh, it's not left behind. It's, um, God, it's so bad. I forget the name. Um, uh, wasn't a score to settle. Wasn't a score to settle. Um, actually, you know, fuck that. It was Andy and Amos. Oh, Am- yeah. Amos and Andrew were whatever they go, Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, where they go. Where they. It's like him and Sam Jackson that go blackface. That was probably the worst. Yeah,
1: like 92. Ever. Yeah, we, uh,. We briefly considered doing that this month for Nick August Cage and we're like nope, now is not the time. Not, not a, not a good time, man. I
3: mean we could do that in no, Watermelon I think, Man <laughs> together. Oh
2: no, geez. Soul man. <laughs> I, I think what I was thinking of recent is um God, the Bureau of something. The Oh the adjustment, the
4: adjustment bureau. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was really bad because I, I think we're saying like like left behind adjustment bureau. No adjustment bureau's um with Matt Damon. But anyway, that's probably the worst one I I think I've seen where it was like, this is bad. Because, um, I mean, there's bad movies he's in where I val- even value his performance, where it's a coolest watch. Um, yeah, is, a,
1: is a score to settle the one where, like, he's trying to make amends with his estranged kid and goes into, I guess, repaying old debts, we'll say? Yes, he's yeah, like out
2: yeah, of that, music. That, That's one of my least favorite recent ones. It's too. mediocre. <laughs> it's like it's just mediocre, right? I like finished it. Yeah, okay. The Humanity Bureau um, oh, okay. that was terrible. Yeah. Um, and it's apocalyptic. Like honestly, you probably could change some like lines, and it'd be close in the Left Behind world about the. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, it's kind of rapture. We're like, but it's like you know the earth is desolate and uh, there's references to like modern politics and but it's in the future and he just like it's very much like Looper but not science fiction. Uh, so don't watch it is what I'm saying. Like, of all the ones like we, <laughs> I want to talk about. Um, I went on another Nick Cage, po- Nick Cage podcast actually. How I found you guys uh, uncaged. And we talked about trespass, and that was another terrible one. Like we read didn't have <laughs> much of Okay. Oh, I, I kind of like admit,
3: trespass. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. feel like it, it just didn't it, it didn't give me enough. Yeah. Um, I think as we were saying, he he needs the right director and actor, but there's like almost value in all of these, right? Like that's why I try not to miss a drug to DVD cage because you could have a lot of fun with it.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, you, um,
2: you always find a couple gems in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> how about you babe what's your least favorite
3: oh, that's rough cause I just really enjoy watching Nicolas Cage on screen I'm not gonna lie this movie was hard for me it it's salvageable because I've seen the other version and it is significantly worse I don't like being breached at <laughs> it hashtag triggered
2: <laughs> I was just this was subtle I don't know what you're talking about
3: yeah. Well. All right. So that's the thing. I have to give this one is it's not as heavy-handed as it could be. It a hundred percent could be taken away. Like, huh, ah, well, God's gonna leave. Gonna fuck us over in the end. Either way, you're yeah. either gonna die or you're gonna be left to live. And, you know, whatever. So fuck them all. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs>
1: Well, and on that note, uh, we were glad that this movie was free on IMDb TV with yes! just a few ads that we'll <laughs> sprinkle in because they seem awfully targeted at some point. Oh, points. they're target
3: marketing on IMDb TV, guys. And the thing is, like, it doesn't have you log into your IMDb account if you have one, so... We're logged into my Amazon account, so I think it's coming from my Google searches. Which, oh. for those of you who don't know, I'm an artist. I'm an illustrator, so I'm constantly oh, googling the. Mo- and I we have a movie podcast, so I'm just constantly googling the weirdest shit. <laughs> like hey, see, you I'm don't have ra- raccoon sign- ankle images <laughs> in your Google search h- history? Are you even living? <laughs>
2: oh, that's great! I did not know that. I'm a uh, art director myself.
4: Oh, excellent!
2: Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yes,
1: so so uh, the movie starts off with uh, what I've written down as late '90s soundtrack and outfits.
3: <laughs> yeah, this felt like it was like 1997.
1: Yeah, and it's like oh, 2014. I was
3: really? expecting Steve Gutenberg to like pop in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what, it was in focus. Uh, <laughs> the movie was in focus. I don't know if you understand how much that is for a movie like this.
1: Like, oh, on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: yeah, and uh,
1: you know, so we get a, a girl calling up, wait, is that Leah Thompson? It sure is. Hey, Mom, it's me, girl in this movie. I think my name's Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, of course, Leah Thompson's like, yeah, sorry, I know you flew into town, but Dad's not going to be home this year. And then... <laughs> Uh, As they're like, she's flying in
3: for dad's birthday. Is dad ready for his big birthday surprise?
1: And is there like panning around the the living room and stuff while Leah Thompson's talking? You see like the horribly photoshopped family pictures.
3: Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) This is a reoccurring theme this month. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The bad Photoshop. I heard that your last episode with the Gone in 60 seconds. I'm like, I can't wait to go back and see that. And it's like this is 15 years later, guys. I mean, you can do better stuff on your phone, right? <laughs> my first, no, my first note is Leah Thompson is better than this.
1: Well, I, well, okay. And here's the thing: if Leah Thompson's in this movie, why isn't Zoe Deutsch, her daughter, playing her daughter in this right? movie? That's, okay, I thought that would
2: take it up like four stars. No, I thought about this. I, I just it's so weird. I just watched Zoe Deutsch like a day, like two movies of hers. Uh, this week, right? It was Buffaloed and um, Flowers. Both were okay. middling. Flowers wasn't good, but I was like, I don't think she was old enough yet to do that role. Like, I'm not saying she would have done it anyway. Like, she's a much different actress, I think, than what they were looking for. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but she she I don't think she was the 2014. So probably filmed in like 2013, twelve. I don't think she was old enough to be what they needed her to be.
1: Yeah, I guess she would have been like fifteen or sixteen or something. Yeah, like Kirk that. Yeah, Kirk Cameron hitting on her would have been super weird.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she would have elevated it too. I mean, I, I did enjoy her in movies. Okay, yeah, uh, I, 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 we watched a, was it Vampire
1: Academy or whatever that one is she was yeah, in. Yeah, that and wasn't it was like, awful. She's actually pretty she's funny a... and good
2: in this one. Everybody else was yeah, a she... show, but oh, there are <laughs> much like, worse, think... worse young adult movies. Yeah, yeah. isn't like she's the girl in um. Like the the main girl in uh, bag, not Bag yeah, Bag Dirty Grandpa, the oh, the movie. movie. Yeah, like, probably. like in that movie, you're like, I see it, I see, I see the like, she has the cuteness of her her mom from that age, so it like transfers over. Um. So anyway, I just thought I thought the same thing. Is all I want to say. I thought the same thing. Like, why isn't she her daughter? <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Would it have worked? Well, and
1: of course, Leah Thompson's only on set for like maybe a day for this movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I yeah. She she got her paycheck. I'm like, I don't. I followed Leah Thompson on Twitter. I'm like, I don't think she's that relit or that blatantly religious to like jump up and down to do this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Like a producer was a favor. Oh so we'll, well, we'll get into the favors later. Yeah, I favors. Yeah, but uh, okay. So, yeah, so we're at the airport because uh, that's where um, Chloe's calling her mom from. And then we're introduced to uh, Mr. Buck Williams, who's just, apparently he's uh, some sort of, like, investigative journalist who's, like, world famous. Like, I don't know, like, Anderson Cooper or some shit. <laughs> but he's just, like, walking around the airport being interviewed by, like, eight other reporters. So how many times have you guys, like, tuned in to, just specifically to watch the
3: the interview with the reporter?
1: <laughs> no. Hello? The, the reporter reporting on a reporter? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, oh,
3: my God. I'm here with TMZ, and Kirk here with Oh, my gosh! <laughs> so, how do you feel about God? Yeah. That was, <laughs>
0: like, that was oh, wild. Yeah.
3: I'm from the Watchtower.
2: <laughs> Hi, this is Karen with the Watchtower. And uh, what do you think of God and the rapture? Like, well,
1: uh, my new book is coming out where uh, I may answer that. I don't know. Buy a copy. That's all all you'd really, like, respond with at that point. Like, yeah, check out my podcast and everything I learned from movies at EILF (laughs) Movies.
2: So stupid. Yeah. I actually first thought he he was a weatherman. Right. The type of attention he was getting. I was like, oh, is he just some weatherman? And these people are like, Hounding him to be like, "Oh, I love you," and you're, you're like, sign the paper. But then later, a note I have is that like, if I were to make a drinking game of this, which I will, is like, drink every time he mentions he's a fucking investigative journalist. Yeah, yeah, that'll
1: that'll get old quick.
2: <laughs> like it's every line. He's like, "Well, you don't think I'm an investigative journalist?" Like, well, then, I like. Buck Williams is definitely a uh, weatherman's name. Oh yeah. <laughs> so either way, I was like, "Oh, I literally have like wrote back in a note and circled it. Oh, he's a journalist. I, I'm engaged to a journalist. It, they don't mention their journalists very often. But they don't stop you in the airport and interview her." <laughs> Not, not her at
1: least. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, around this time we also meet uh, Chloe's father, Rayford Steele, played by Nicholas Cage. Ah,
3: oh, so aggressive. Wait, his name's not Joe.
1: Nope, not this one. <laughs> yeah. Only
3: seventy-five percent of the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, this is based on a source material. Exactly. I mean, it's based on the Bible, obviously. What if my name was Joe Steele? Like, I think that's already taken by like an '80s action movie. All right, I, I guess I'll go with Ray. Uh, but he's like, you know, he's a pilot, full pilot regalia, um, and then we see him walking along with a, a stewardess uh, played by Nikki Whalen, who doesn't look at all like his daughter. Not even a little bit, like not even a creepy amount of also being blonde, skinny and kind of ditzy. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they, they walk in, they're, they're like flirting, you, you know, like work flirt for uh, so you think, because <laughs> yeah. then uh, what was it, they're like coming up the escalator or something and Chloe's up there, you know, uh, being hit on by Buck Williams, because why not? Oh, that's right, yeah, that's right, because she, like, stepped in and was, like, I don't know, PR with the uh, Christian reporter. God doesn't
3: exist, and whatever. Like, you're all just going to turn into worm food, so you need to, like, back the fuck off. By the way, I have no idea really who you are, so I'm going to go now, bye.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but then, of course, Buck's like, oh, you don't know who I am. That means I haven't conquered you yet. (laughs) It's like,
2: but Buck is, like, pumped. Like, his face is like, oh, my God. Not Buck, oh, it's sorry. Part of my dreams. Uh, uh Cage. Oh. Um I'm sorry, Cage is like pumped that she's with Buck. He's like, Are you guys You guys, you together?
4: know? Uh, and then a,
2: and then she's like, No, 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 he's like, Okay, but I think like you be like, Oh great, yeah, you know who's uh you know who's here? my uh daughter Buck Williams. Yeah, Buck Williams, balls deep.
4: Yeah, proud. proud of her.
2: So uh, there was no real, like, I feel like in a good script, there'd be like a weird, like animosity there or some like conflict, but no. Nope, okay. Yeah. It, you know, like Nick
1: Cage in general, in this movie it was like regards to the family because it comes up a little later when he's like chatting with his daughter or whatever, where it's like, I, I guess him and the mom are basically considering divorce because uh, mom's kind of like, Born again Christian. Yeah. Uh, what does what, what she say? She like drank the Kool Aid and is like super
2: hard religious now. And I'm
3: not gonna lie, Steve, like that might
2: be a quick way to end our marriage. Yeah, well, yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, it was like left enough for another man. The Lord, the Jesus, or something, or the Lord, or some shit.
1: Or uh, I remember there was that was it Pastor Bruce or whatever. She like mentions pretty early on too, and I'm like, wait, what? By the
3: way, wouldn't that be the twist that uh, (laughs) mom didn't get ascended either? Because her and the pastor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but but yeah, they're 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 going through rough times because Nick's like I I don't care about the religion. That seems to be all she wants to talk about. But you know, I also work a lot too. You know, being a pilot and uh, you know run run through stewardesses and.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What I work with, I love when he said I work with a dozen stewardesses. How do you expect me to know her name? Yeah, as if that's a lot. As if this is a number, not like yeah, I like work on many flights and there's dozens or like like several. But he said a dozen stewardesses. It, it, I audibly cackled at a few like a few times. <laughs> it's like that's a giveaway, Nick. You just buried yourself. <laughs> you Should know a dozen people you work with's names.
1: Yeah, or even like one or two, where it's like, well, I don't know that one, but I know uh, Tammy and Renee. They're 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 based out of here. Uh, I'll find them for the next cookout. You can meet them. You know that kind
2: of right. stuff like that. You know. <laughs> well, that's another like note I had is um how the like like this is a post nine eleven world. Cage, um, huh. uh, I mean, Cage's daughter just just hangs out in the airport. She just gets yeah. through. Who goes yeah, okay. to the airport to be like, you're getting off of work? Sorry, I'm, I, I hope I'm not jumping around. No, 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 not at no. all. But, like, that is just. Like, I wrote. Can you surprise a pilot regardless of family status?
1: Yeah, I. This whole movie like we were trying to decide like, okay, is this supposed to be set in 2014 or set in like 1996 or something you know because there's a lot of a lot of pre-911 stuff, but then oh, like yeah, there's, there's also post 911 stuff a little later <laughs> and so it's like well, I guess you're right where he's like, oh, you have a satellite phone? Yeah, well, the satellite yeah. phone, there's also the uh, the Muslim gentleman on the plane. Uh, yeah, like there's... Oh, uh, oh look, the lockdown I... of the flight deck. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Having okay. to enter a code to get in there. You used to be able to go up and talk to a pilot, from what I understand. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, I, you know, I didn't think of that. Um, So I just thought I, there was a, like a... This script is not good, I think, was what we're <laughs> saying.
1: How dare you? <laughs> Well, yeah, well, and also, like, okay, so they have their little talk, and, you know, we get we basically get an exposition about the family. Um, and then Nicholas Cage, You're like, great.
3: you us a pot, Nick.
1: Yeah. He's, like, off, like, oh, sorry, i got to get this flight before it leaves. It can't leave without me, but I'm supposed to be on time. And then, like, Buck Williams just pops back immediately, and he's, like, well, that looked like it was a little heated. Anyway, coffee, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> And this is where we get our first ad break, thanks to IMDb TV, where uh, what was it like Norelco is some some razor oh, company yeah. where it's like everybody doing their their supremely manicured facial hair. And it's like, oh, and do it look- feels good right after. Yeah. Say right after we talk about Nicolas Cage and stewardesses and,
3: <laughs> and all the facial hair just looks so douchey. Yeah. Judging.
1: <laughs> Careful. There might be some of our listeners, Brendan.
3: He doesn't have douchey
1: facial hair. That's he doesn't
3: true. have the chin strap thing.
1: That's right. Well, guys,
3: I'm so sorry, but the chin strap thing does not
1: look good. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so we get more of uh, Ray still hitting on stewardesses. And uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> oh, wow, he hits on a stewardess. It's not like he's hitting on a whole lot of them. No, I think there was like two or three there, like when they're like talking to each other and he's kinda of walks in like, Hey ladies. Well he's just
3: being like gregarious or whatever, because he's banging the blonde.
1: Well, are they well that's just it they, they haven't banged yet because we get a little bit of exposition later where we're like apparently they're flying to london and that's when they're finally gonna you know
2: hook it up i guess you got the oh. concert tickets the big gesture
1: See, I was
3: under did, the impression did, did you miss been, that
4: part
2: of the movie
3: <laughs> i was under the impression they'd been banging for a couple of weeks and this was just like to celebrate his birthday
4: no no this they, is
3: where he gets access to like the back room, or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know.
2: Well, it's it, yeah, it easy to get into your point. Like, this this movie really doesn't give any sort of conflict there. It's all like, okay. So, so wait, so okay. they
3: didn't ascend because they thought they about thought they each had other? they had
1: impure thoughts. Mm. They, were, they were coveting each other. Pretty sure like that
3: eight year old boy was already having some impure thoughts, too. Well,
1: okay. <laughs> what is the age
3: where you. What, what is the cutoff date? Like, the cutoff date for ascension? Like, is it, is it like...
1: Where you get automatic ascension? Yeah. I don't know. That short bus a little later is empty. Is it? I mean... (laughs) Because as
3: we find out, apparently people with, like, dimension stuff can't ascend. Unless that lady was, like, I don't know, one of the kernels for, like, the SS or something. (laughs) I mean, it's possible. (laughs) Also, from having seen a couple of these now, pretty sure Cameron
1: is a pedophile. Uh, yeah. (laughs) That's
3: why he didn't ascend.
1: Dave, I have a Kurt question. Hammond is in this movie. It's no. Chad Buck Williams. Yeah,
3: but he plays a guy named Cameron.
1: I have a question for you well, guys. Is Cameron, the... Cameron Buck Williams? Is that what his yeah. name is? Oh.
3: Cameron, but all my friends call me Buck. Uh,
2: yeah, okay. Oh, Buck.
1: Uh, that's what his first name is.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Can I
2: ask you guys a, a question that I actually have later in my notes, but we're talking about the sending? And this is a little aggressive. So okay. cut it out if you need to. What happens to fetuses? We had, we, we had this absolute <laughs> discussion. We because, had this several times. <laughs> if this is a you know a heavily Christian film and the full beliefs of that, what, what happens?
3: happens? You're a pregnant prostitute. And as we can tell, all the babies are gone, right? So prostitutes aren't going to heaven, correct?
2: Well, Jesus do? did hang with the prostitutes, so they're very conflicted.
3: It's true, but, uh, so what we decided in Tribulation Force was, uh, what happens is called, re- we started to refer to as a god abortion. <laughs>
4: okay. Okay.
3: God go ahead and, uh, takes what he wants and leaves what he doesn't.
2: And, and how does god, he take I love him? that. Okay, I'm He's glad true. you guys had an answer, because uh-huh. when, um, when whomever was, uh, by the way, if you just heard the door close, I just had a new beer delivered to me, but now it's a Heineken. I'm very happy about this. Yeah. Um... But, by the way, if you – like, I think I thought of it when – not at the baby ward, and I know you're getting there, but when <laughs> when she was just walking past – the, the daughter was walking past, like, a sidewalk, and some mother was, like, holding nothing, being like, oh! Yeah. I was like, what, what happens? Yeah, yeah, that no was
3: happens. when we first started thinking about it, too, and then, yeah, we went ahead and watched Tribulation Force, and we had more questions,
1: yeah.
4: because
3: no babies had been born since. And so it's like, okay, so yeah, so that means – God portion.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I suppose it also means all the sperm and stuff, or eggs, or one or the other, has been taken too. Because I think God would take,
3: sins. you're not supposed to waste your seeds, so God's just going to take it from you.
2: Honestly, it's probably someone, like some people out there in this world that are like, this is the best. Right? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, well, I want to be down here.
3: <laughs> God's milking me every night. I mean, getting to live amongst the sinners.
2: <laughs> right? yeah. I am Maybe. not upset. well sorry uh, yeah so that was just like you brought that up i'm like well now's the time to ask yeah Yeah.
3: hashtag god abortion
2: yeah say don't worry we'll we'll bring up random questions
1: throughout this movie where it's like later in the movie they say this and it doesn't make sense but um well that's right when buck and uh chloe are like talking again um chloe pulls out the thing like if there's a god why would there be disasters and stuff and you know blah 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 and of course buck's like well hey maybe disasters are a good thing and she's like that's stupid and then he goes into some like story about a tsunami that like wiped out a village and like uh there was like a lady who was like just thanking god for helping her and her family survive and she's like oh so they lived happily ever after it's like No, actually, then there was a mudslide, and they were all killed, and I'm like, this is the worst story ever. No,
3: you forgot the best part of that is uh, (laughs) she survived by holding onto her infant in a tree while her six other children were wiped out to sea. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she was thanking God because, obviously, her and the baby were uh, headed to the promised land.
2: Until the mudslide came in. Yeah,
3: well, why would she leave the disaster zone? God was protecting her.
2: Yeah. 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 Fuck this movie is, I think. Well,
3: what, so like, what I get was if you're supposed to believe in God and all of this, don't leave the disaster zone. If God's calling you home. God's calling you home. If you feel like God's telling you not to wear a mask, I mean, you know what? So, Go have a COVID party.
1: So what you're saying is... <laughs> well, this movie is conflicted. Yeah. It's not consistent. <laughs> so so what I'm hearing is God is basically a uh, final destination. Yeah, If he's going to get you, he's going to get you. It's just I mean, a matter
3: of time. You know, you know the, the answer to that song, What If God Was One of Us, is apparently he'd be a serial killer. <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> Zeller might have been God on Earth. Oh boy, We Can might I have missed our second
4: coming. <laughs> but, uh, uh, don't,
2: don't put maybe. that audio in. <laughs> Can I is bring, bring really? up something that you alluded to on the like already that I alluded to on this, where it, it was so conflicting? Remember the, um, we were talking about pre-9-11, and the, <laughs> I, I assume the, the Muslim guy on the plane, where he was giving his very positive, like, God speech, right? He was the first one to think, yeah. like, oh, shit, maybe? Why didn't... If that's the thought of this movie, because that didn't come off a negative. Why didn't they show, like, hey, here's a Jewish person, here's a Muslim, here's a Hindu ascending to heaven?
1: Because the it's the wrong God.
2: Yeah, because they're not Christian. He, yeah. yeah. He still believes in the right God, and the little person is, like, the person in the wrong there. So I'm just saying, it's, like, filmed very conflictingly in that, where you're like, Muslims
3: can't ascend, people with dementia can't ascend, because the old lady doesn't ascend.
2: Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I thought of that... I know I'm jumping... On yeah, this, but no, I, I, I no, no, yeah. They, yeah. Th-
1: this is the th- these are the thoughts that come up watching this right? incredible movie, thought provoking, and, and
3: these are the reasons why <laughs> this movie makes me want to throw a cup through
2: the TV. Yeah. Well, a note here is I don't like anyone in this movie. Like we're no not one... supposed to because they're not ascended.
3: They're all the sinners. You were supposed to be rooting for the mom and the little kid.
1: Who... <laughs> that little kid is electric.
3: That kid, oh, the moment when he, he ascends and the sisters giving him the hug is—I'm oh, not yeah. gonna
4: lie—one of my
2: favorite cuts in movie history. I will grant <laughs> that.
4: It's amazing.
2: He can't act, but he's—he's he's like he reminded me of the Teen Witch kid. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, like he was like kind of like a little flamboyant. He was like a baseball glove. And I'm oh like, my
3: god! It's a baseball glove I've been asking for.
2: And I was thought, my first thought was, oh, man, my kid, like, oil that and, like, put it in the oven. Like, you can't just, like, start like, catching with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, so we're getting aboard the plane Mean all of our main characters we've already kind of discussed. But, yeah, there's, like, the, the, the Hindu guy. There's the angry dwarf uh, played by Martin Kleba. Little
3: person. A little
1: person. I'm sorry. The angry little person. but uh, you mean my the- note? Is that Vern Troyer? <laughs> no, his name is Martin Kleba, and he's actually a pretty good actor. Look no, up. He is.
2: I uh, I saw him from afar, so that's just yeah. my dwarf is racism or whatever you want to call did, it.
1: Did I ever tell you about the weird dream I had about Martin Kleba? No.
2: Okay, this Wait, was a you're while ago. you talking about
1: little people? I know okay. you dreamt talked about uh, Peter Dinklage. Uh, well, I mean, that's <laughs> obvious. But no, this one was, okay, apparently a dream I had was basically there was a Will Ferrell movie out. Mm-hmm. that uh, was him, it was basically like telling a Day Good Nights, but they were like motorcyclers, like in Torque or Biker Boys or something. Okay. And the main bad guy was Martin Kleba, who was like the best uh, motorcycle driver in the world or whatever, because, you know, I guess he's so lightweight or something. I don't know. But, but you you can see it, right? Anyone can see this movie? Totally in. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Sorry. It's, it's
4: be great. yeah. It blew my it's,
1: mind when I found out this movie didn't exist. It was just in my head.
3: So you dreamt about little people racing? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, can mean, you sign, sign me up. Sign yeah, right. me up. <laughs> there's still time. How do we
2: <laughs> well, make that happen? Yeah, now now we just have to replace it with Peter Dinklage, right? <laughs> he won't want to do it. You need you need to go fresh and new. Yeah, true.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah, Klebustol around right? Let's uh let's get him on. But yeah, so yeah, we Yeah, uh, there's the old couple. Uh, you know, man and his wife that apparently has dementia or something. This is the part that got me. So th- there's a- another person that works at the airport who, like, pulls up to where uh, Nicholas Cage's flight is taken off, and Chloe's there talking to Buck or whatever. And he's like, oh, hey, Chloe, what are you doing here? Is, is your dad on that plane? Well, here, he wanted me to get these U-2 tickets. If you could just hand it over to him. And I'm like, she's not going to be able to get on that plane because she doesn't have a ticket to get on there. So why would she this- – this is all kinds of up, but but it's because, like, yeah, he was dating me again, like, two weeks ago. So he knew he was going to be gone for his birthday when I was going to be in town. and but I, I didn't tell him I was coming to town? Yeah. yeah and there's a oh, whole shit. thing where, like, the reason Nicolas Cage is, like, saying that he's not going to be there is because, oh, yeah, I had to pick the shift up last minute. And it's like... Yeah, well, if he asked for it two weeks ago, he probably had all intentions. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're going to London or whatever. Or, like, he was going to give it to somebody else or blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, oh, but it is in London. Okay. Also, Absolutely. but they
3: never say the U2 concert is in London. Yeah, so at yeah. first, when when he's like, oh, Chloe, man, your dad asked me to get these tickets here. I'm like, and she's acting all shitty. I'm like, What if he intended, what if he did get the shift at the last minute and he was going to take you to the concert? What if those tickets, he doesn't know you're coming, are for your mom and your brother? Like, what if those tickets (laughs) are for literally anybody? What if he got those tickets because he's part of, like, I don't know, the pilot's fundraiser or something, and he's going to auction them off for charity? You don't know shit, bitch!
2: (laughs) (laughs) They literally, like, also picked the worst profession to be upset about if you have to work last minute.
3: Yeah. Right? It's like like the movies where it's like, oh, my dad's a doctor, and he's always getting called into the hospital. Yeah?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it (laughs) makes sense.
3: My dad's a cop, and he's never
1: home. What is it, uh, Adam's Family Values, where it's like, sorry, babe, the Pope's got a cold, can't make dinner tonight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, no, no, my dad was like a shade tree mechanic, it just didn't come home sometimes. And I still wasn't shocked.
2: like it, it it happens it just like tonight before this like I just had to work for another 10 minutes couldn't stop it but hers was like oh no he knew also it was like she just coming from college i hate that in movies when they're so the like, kids in college are so disconnected from their like home life as if like they just yeah. can't call and be like hey how's it going I'm like okay they're like oh my god you're the you're back it's like Yeah, I'm only two hours away.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen you in six months. Like, yeah, it was kind of intentional because I don't
2: know. (laughs) I, I, once again, fuck this movie. (laughs) Also, we didn't say yeah, but Chloe Steele is a porn name. Yeah, the fact that they like just gave the last name Steele is terrible. (laughs) <laughs> now, um, if, it were, if it were Buck Steele, that's 1,000% a poor name. <laughs> so we're at the point, though, where we're, we're talking about the, like, um, kind of... Oh, actually, they already said, like, a goodbye, like, this and that. Uh, maybe this is just my Nick Cage brain thinking. The score they put behind them, like, hugging and stuff... Is the same one in Con Air for emotion? Uh, yeah, for face off for emotional moments.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We kind of caught that too. It was like somebody's like ripping off
2: Con Air like a thousand percent. Face face off. I mean, and I actually think Cage was doing a Travolta in this one. Oh, face waterfalls. Oh, bad wish. <laughs> I wish there was face waterfalls. Oh yeah, <laughs> face waterfalls, His his mistress. It would have been. Ten times more
1: enjoyable. <laughs> oh, so good, so good.
2: He'd be like, oh no, he
1: made it out alive.
2: <laughs> Which, like, ah, kiss kissed her, But he went, sorry, babe, I just got, sorry, baby, I just got to like, you know, fly this plane and then we'll go see you too. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was
1: around this time we got our second bit of ads. Uh, this one's for Cheriston. What's that? Um, apparently it's a bunch of stuff for cats.
3: Meow.
1: Yeah, do you remember those commercials? I do.
3: Yeah, it was like, the, oh, it was a flea treatment for cats because it was oh, like, that's right. this is cat stuff. This is cat stuff. So should your flea stuff be cat stuff? It's like, yeah, you have to use cat stuff because the not cat stuff kills cats, causes seizures. It's all cat stuff. Who are you selling to? <laughs> not anybody who knows anything about cats. Get off my screen.
4: Yeah.
1: Get,
3: get God, a, I'm really <laughs> cunty this episode. I'm sorry. I'm not usually this upset, Joe. Oh, I'm
2: loving it. I, I, this is fun. <laughs> this is my speed. Like, kind <laughs> of a little blue this episode. Really, I, like, like, I don't know. Fun. I don't know what you mean. This is, I think you would have been, like, cutting me out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, oh, we're, we're actually a bit Christians, and uh, we were looking forward to this movie.
1: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but uh, speaking of cunty, So we get back to the movie, and then we get in a scene where uh, the the Muslim guy like offers to help out uh, the angry little person to like put his thing in the overhead bin. Yeah, and she's he's like, "Oh, can I, can I? Can, I, can I, well, there you go. Can I help you out with that?" And he's like, "Well, you don't think I can do it myself? Like, I just offering to help." But he's like, "Yeah, I can do it. I can do a lot of things." And he like puts it up there and like gives him the shit eye. And I'm just like. Okay uh, Why?
2: <laughs> I hate i hate that. I literally my notice I hate this little person. Yeah. Word for word. I hate it. Like like why? Why'd they, they they could have actually like made him a positive character, but they decided to go for every stereotype, including the um the Asian character being like quantum physics. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, all the, the oh. actually bringing science into this movie. Yeah, yeah. We, but then it immediately
3: yeah. goes into aliens and wormholes because yeah, well, that's like, like an angry little.
2: Oh, an angry little person is a stereotype. Like you didn't need that. Oh, and then when he's like the, the like little girls like looking at him, he's like,
1: "What? Do you have any questions for me? Like, how do I take a piss or something like that?" And he's like, "Or like, how do I pee in a urinal?" And
2: it's was like, "What's a urinal?" Love it.
1: Ugh.
4: <laughs>
2: Was the little uh, so not little? Was the little girl's? I heard you say Jordan Sparks. Was that the mother? Yeah, Jordan Sparks was the mother. Shit, I, I didn't did. like. Did. the
1: freak out a little later. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> I didn't honestly. Like, I didn't know that, and I didn't rec- I shouldn't say I didn't recognize her until this. But can I? Can I actually say a moment of excitement, in which I wish we almost were on video. The little girl was like, "My dad. My dad's a, the QB of the Jets. Yeah, and I'm a diehard Jets fan." <laughs> and I know it's a very sad it's a very sad life.
3: I'm a lions fan. Sam Darnold? <laughs> I'm a Lions fan. I'm Mets right there
2: Jet. with you. Well I was we like, are oh, were you a Mets
3: fan? Giants. Or sorry, uh, sorry, Lions. Lions.
2: Lions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Same same cloth. Lions yeah. jets, same same disappointment in life. Yeah, no. But 2014 was like okay, like but then they alluded that he was injured. I thought of it about this way too much than anyone has. Like, well, he's injured, so that meant we had a star QB where it was like someone important. It was it Geno? And they were like, yeah. I, that I mean, before. like, no, 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 no. not to be like, that was the only recent black quarterback, and if he was the quarterback in 2014, 2014- it was a
3: black quarterback. But Mom was black. Quarterback could be any color.
2: Well, no, he was he was 2014, so it would have been Geno Smith. So it would have lined up, but it's not. Oh, but if it was written in 1998. 1998- yeah. <laughs> but if it was written 1998, then Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right. It, they could be mixed. You're, you're absolutely right. I was thinking this was the year it came out. And yeah. I thought, man, what in this world where, like, that was my quarterback and, like, he blew out his arm and now we're back with a scrub? I'm not used to this disappointment. I am.
1: <laughs>
2: it's like, they said you were a Jets fan. No. Not, not Steve's
3: first reaction was like, my daddy plays for the Jets. And Steve's like, hmm. So he's on his way out.
2: Yeah. So I, I mean, I love Sam. I'll defend him. But you're right. He's on his way. <laughs> the New York media, already, the Post already wrote an article about he's looking for new homes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's on his way to Detroit and
2: then I don't know, the
1: Canada. CFL.
2: Yeah. we <laughs> going to we're gonna team up. He's, he's going to join one it, of those Rough Rider teams. <laughs> it was just such a like perk up moment of like huh,
4: this is yeah. a perfect chance. Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, she didn't get the chant right, but like that's fine. <laughs> well, and being an Eagles
1: fan, like they said like Eagles quarterback around that time like that makes her dad like Michael. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> this movie's going to take a turn. <laughs> so I just, I that was like, that was just so funny. Because it was like, of course. yeah Like, I, I am literally looking at like a flag I have up in my room. I am a, a very big fan. And I know what we are.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so we get that. And then we cut back to, I don't know, Terra Firma, where uh, Chloe and her brother at the mall just you know having a time Uh, but I love like the drive there like the brother's like are mom and dad gonna get divorced of course honey yeah yeah. (laughs) well this is where we find out about Pastor Bruce and uh, how how he's been brainwashing her (laughs) babe explain to me what you thought the brainwashing meant
3: I was like, I don't know, Dad's been saying, well, because he said, he, Dad said Pastor Bruce has been washing her brain. I'm like, yeah, Pastor Bruce makes him watch, makes, uh, makes little Timmy here watch while Mommy gets her brain washed. Yeah, she's always on her knees praying, and then her face <laughs> is all wet. Pastor Bruce keeps saying, I'm next.
1: <laughs> they keep saying, oh, God, oh, God, it's the weirdest thing. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. When we meet Pastor Bruce a little
2: later, I think. But, uh... Uh, babe, it's the pedophilia. Well, yeah. The adultery is nothing compared to the pedophilia. Which, once again, I'm like surprised that was even included. <laughs> like, like this this movie is like like you would have thought Leah Thompson was left because she got in late.
3: No, yeah. no, come on! Don't you know the cat? If you're the Catholics, anyway, you just have to repent on your deathbed. Yeah. and You're
2: good. There's like all kinds. You're of right. Things. I I grew up Catholic. You're right. So yeah. all kinds of loopholes in that. Come
3: way. on, come on! These are the people who saved the fingernail clippings of saints.
2: You're, you're correct. Yeah, <laughs> I just.
3: Oh, my mom was Irish and Portuguese. There's a lot of Catholic <laughs> there.
2: <laughs> yeah, Italian, Italian, Polish. Yeah, it's all yeah. Catholic. <laughs> Yeah, so
1: oh yeah, and this is where we get the scene where the daughter and the brother are hugging, or whatever. Like, no matter what happens, I'll be there for you. Flash old. rapture, and she's Shh. holding clothes in her hand. Oh, she's like, god. Oh my
3: god! By the way, she handles it so much better than I would if I was hugging somebody and then I was just holding clothes.
1: Well, and this is where my wife yells out, "Huh? God must like a bunch of naked kids." <laughs> I,
2: thought I, I thought that too. I Where the fuck are they all naked? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and uh meanwhile on the plane uh apparently half the people on the plane got thanosed while no one was looking <laughs> and and so they're like oh there's just a bunch of clothes in their seat where they should be where's my son has
4: anyone seen my or has anyone seen my little girl? Ah. Scared, it, little girl
1: and nick cage is like uh where'd my co-pilot go <laughs> or oh that's right no that's right he was in the cockpit or whatever like uh showing the tickets to the stewardess and so it's like it happens and like the plane starts diving and he's yeah. like, what? what the hell? Okay. Come on, Tim. Or, you know, whatever the co pilot's name is. And then, uh, Oh God, that's right. And everybody's losing their shit. At the mall, and there's like fucking cars plowing through the doors and like almost hitting people. And it's like, okay, when this was happening in the core, when like a dozen people's yeah. pacemakers went out, it's like, okay, that might be a little much, but if it's like half the people for the rapture or whatever, it makes right? sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: Yeah. So, from what I understand, more people with pacemakers than there are religious people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And then on the plane, like, everybody's like, I want to see the captain. I want to see the captain. This is bullshit. Where is everybody? And, and of course, Nick Cage is, like, you know, in the cockpit or whatever, like, locked up or whatever, you know, post 9-11. And, uh, and everybody's, like, banging on the door, and he just is like, well, time to decompress the cabin and get everybody <laughs> back in their fucking seats. <laughs>
3: Great. <laughs> right? By the way, like, freaking great.
2: Yeah, I think it just like we just took too long to get here. Also. Oh yeah, yeah. We're good. Like we're like already an out. Like if someone's following, we're already like an hour and twenty minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, and it gets pretty fast paced after this. But uh
1: oh yeah, okay. So with the ads that that pop up again, so there's all kinds of rioting and traffic and all kinds of shit going on down on Earth. And then the edit goes right in is like for the boys on Amazon Prime, and so the first thing you see like in the middle of this writing and everything is that scene where the the big truck like runs into the uh, the Wonder Woman knockoff in in the boys. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, what? Right oh, oh, sorry. This is a, this is an <laughs> ad now. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs>
4: oh,
3: some of these ads are cut like wait, uh, yeah.
2: Uh, uh, but is it bad that I like? And when I say liked it, not like I think it's good. I liked the movie before the rapture part of this movie. I know, just at that point of the rapture, we're talking about, I literally kept thinking, who cares? I don't care. I don't like (laughs) anyone. Yeah. Um, There's too many characters.
3: Well, the good news is some of them are about to be ascended.
2: That's right.
1: (laughs) By the way, okay. And it's also around this time I realized that the name of the airlines is PanCon Airlines. Pan Con Air, and I'm like, Pan holy Pan shit, Air. I'm in. The Con Air sequel we always wanted, a scant yeah. 17 years late. You found we need religion.
2: Shirts. We
1: need shirts. <laughs> oh,
3: and the daughter's about the right age.
1: Oh, shit. It's the little girl that got the bunny at the end of yeah. the
3: Yeah, <laughs> she did not want that bunny.
1: Well, my would she? was covered in, like, blood and semen and
2: sewage. Hey, guys. Wait. I will not, I will not take this slander. I will not take the slander on the podcast. Are you the bunny? About, the, about the bunny. And, no, no, I, but, so oh. the, the,
3: the bunny is a great plot point. At the end, that little girl does not want to touch that bunny.
2: Yeah, and she does because she loves her dad.
3: She does. She has no idea who her dad is, but her mom told her to love her dad.
2: I'm just, I'm just messing you guys.
4: Just, <laughs> <laughs> Fight me!
2: Oh, I will. Do you not know? I cry to that song every night and go. It was nominated for an Oscar. I, I, I Don't that.
1: love that
3: song. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I have,
2: have no oh, sorry, soul. It's not a. It's not a good does, song. Izzy
1: does not like that song because she does not have a soul.
3: I do not have a soul. <laughs>
1: so yeah, watching this, like when the rapture happens around on yeah. the plane, it's like, oh, it's the Langoliers.
3: Right? That's, that was my meeting you thought. Like, well, everybody who was asleep got lined glared up. Or uh, got to stay, and everybody who was awake got lane glared up. <laughs> Scared the little girl.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And then we get the, like, like, Chloe's, like, running around outside the mall or whatever, watching everybody ride. Has
4: anybody seen Carl? Yeah, pretty much.
1: And uh, there's that little biplane that almost, like, crashes into her car. Specifically
3: into her car. No yeah. other cars. <laughs>
1: I hate Chloe. Yeah. Oh God.
3: Okay. Well, so, is anybody else rooting for Chloe to get like hit by a bus at any point here?
2: When she was uh, sorry, I'm skipping, but when she was on top of that tower, I'm like, great jump.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So basically, the rest of Chloe's story from this point on, we'll just kind of run through it real quick. After yeah, that happens, she's just wandering around town. Like she goes to her home, finds that her mom has been raptured cool then she like wanders to the hospital for whatever reason and everybody's like trying to get in and they got security so she goes about four feet to the left and breaks a window and gets in like nobody else would have thought of that and i'm like get the fuck effortlessly, out of here. effortlessly yeah. breaks the and then that's, that's where she goes to like the uh the maternity ward and finds you know all the babies and all the moms are gone except for one mom no there's one we only see one mom that's gone oh yeah
3: there's only one little cardigan laying there on the. Uh, by the way, wearing a cardigan while giving birth, apparently. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yes. so I find that there's one Christian mom in the in the hospital, but yeah, you we, have we all... missed the part where all the doctors had to haul off all the other crate, all the other <laughs> raving moms. Like, I was to at birth.
4: Where's my baby?
2: You guys have kids, uh, correct?
3: Not yet.
2: Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was your guest. My, my apologies. Yes. Like I said, I listened in the last episode. My my apologies.
3: <laughs> no worries. We have well, cats. <laughs> <laughs> and Perfect. Let me my, tell you,
2: those glosses are right. Well, it makes my sense to say, well, that's because all moms are horrors. You
3: know. <laughs> Obviously. Well, you know they
2: put out. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that <laughs> yeah.
3: was the best joke in uh, Patch Adams. Let's go no. visit the maternity ward. We know they put out.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, so oh yeah, oh yeah no. So on the plane, uh, the the people we have left are the old lady with I don't know Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever. Yes, yeah, like,
3: God doesn't want dementia people. Apparently not. And, and God doesn't take the little person, so God doesn't want anybody with disabilities. Doesn't well, want He's anybody, also
1: an asshole and a gambler. Doesn't
3: so. take anybody brown except for the one baby.
2: Uh, uh I don't. I, I True, yeah, really Jordan Sparks is still around. Mm-hmm. This is where I wish. I wish in the script, I I, I wish like um. The, uh, I'm going to say the Muslim and I, I hope I'm not getting the religion they're depicting wrong, but him, I wish he had like a wife or something or a friend. So then like they could ascend with him. So you're like, okay, that happens. And he's just left alone Cause he's a piece of shit. No, don't do that's that. the
3: whole thing is that he's a good, he's a good chaste human, but he believed in the wrong God. So he didn't yeah. get to go.
1: Yeah, but it's I think up.
3: that's the point of his that's character. That's part
1: of the religious aspect of this fucked movie. But it's like, uh, fuck uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, what, what are the parameters? That's always the big question with this like,
2: movie. Like, after this podcast, I'm about to go, like, sacrifice a goat and, you know, worship Satan. I know I'm not going to make it. All hell, fuck <laughs> Okay, so we have to bring up the single
1: craziest, stupidest fucking edit in this movie. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so there's a scene where uh, Martin Kleba, the, the, the angry little person, is going through Muslim guy's bag to, I don't what? know, see if he's carrying a bomb or something in there. I don't yeah. know what his motivation is exactly. But, um, uh, but the Muslim guy like catches on to him, and he's like, what are you doing in my bag? And like reaches in there and like pulls his hand out like real quick. Like the scareboard smash cut to someone getting shotgun blasted through a fucking window yeah. at like a pawn shop or something in front of Chloe. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> oh, you mean the note? Oh, you mean the note? Oh, a bank robbery? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a bank. That's right. Yeah. Guy gets blasted through the thing, and the guy comes out, like points the shotgun at her, and she's like, oh my God. And then the guy's just like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Like, after that, like, we cut back to the plane, and the Muslim guy just, like, really quick pulled out, like, a, a automatic toothbrush or something, and it's like, oh, okay,
2: that was needed. All right. <laughs> I don't know. So dumb. So, like, once again, fuck this movie.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, we yeah, that's where the hospital thing happens, and we talk about god abortions. Um
3: <laughs> Yeah, god abortion!
1: Oh, that's right. This is also around the time where uh, th- there's another plane flying in the air, but apparently both the pilots got ascended or locked out or something. I don't know what. But it's just heading right for them. And instead uh, of, I don't know, going up or down or, left
4: or whatever, right. out, of, out of the anything. way of the
1: plane, they're like, Ugh oh, uh, you need to get out of our way or in our airspace. Um, and then he finally pulls up or really, like, goes, uh, descends or something, and it, like, hits their tail and part of their wing or something. So so the plane's not doing too hot. It's around this time where it's like, oh, shit, I think we're leaking fuel out of one of the wings. <laughs> and this is where my lovely wife
2: came up with the term plane thrower. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and the terminology they used was so dumb He's like, is it is it the, the 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 elevator or the jet yeah it's like uh i
1: sure one of those <laughs> is it coming from the side or under like i i don't know your wing is on fire i figured that was well, pretty chad, important to tell you <laughs>
2: well chad michael murray runs around as if like He has an authority because he has, like, a vice show. That's what I assumed. He was, like, a vice reporter. He's like, I'm an investigative journalist. I know what I'm doing. And they're like, okay. All right, great. Sounds good to me. Oh, God, when he was going around, like, interviewing people, like, immediately
1: after the rapture, like, how does this make you feel? I'm like, you asshole.
2: (laughs) You don't have a fucking job anymore.
1: Your mother's dead. (laughs)
2: Like, yeah. Like, it, and, oh, man, he does never elevate it to, like, a film actor, right? He, like, always stayed in this, like, gear of being on the CW.
0: The w- and that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that,
2: that whole, like, thing of, like, this is your, like, protagonist. I was like, what the fuck? Because yeah. Cage, Cage is just... I honestly think this is the most like subdued, like not cage freak out or any of that, but just like, like showed up to be like, I don't know, man, you're just going to sit there and say some lines. He's been in, in films and years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He doesn't have any kind of weird freak out or really even like pushing of acting. He's just more like, Oh, I'm showing mild concern in some scenes. Oh, That's really about it. So <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, Like, like you, uh, you alluded to the note earlier of uh, favors, like, it did, it felt like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then this is around the time, all uh, right, so, yeah, on the plane, everybody's like, well, what are you, visible, or their ghost just vanished or something, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and, uh, oh, God, what, and of course, that's, yeah, the science guy comes in, like, maybe we went into a wormhole, and... <laughs> And oh, my God, this is when Jordan Sparks pulls up her, her, I've been going through a custody battle. She pulls a fucking gun out of her bag, and I'm like, oh, oh okay, so this is definitely she, set in the 90s now, pre-9-11, because right?
2: otherwise, <laughs> she did not get on I, that plane. I, <laughs> this, or, like the yeah, I mean. With a gun? <laughs> but she's a quarterback's wife. Yeah.
3: Well, oh, she might have the uh, pre-TSA check-in.
2: But, but, yeah. but we're, we're talking
1: about Geno Smith quarterback. This isn't like Brett Favre's wife. You're right. You don't know who
3: she was married to before that. No,
2: that's true. Oh, they met at the draft. I already get her backstory. They met at the draft. (laughs) She locked him in, had a kid, and he was over it, but he loves his baby girl.
1: Okay, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Then we. Uh, yeah. So we get that whole scene where she's like freaking out, like somebody give me my baby. I'm, you're all, you're all like punking me or something right now, trying to prove I'm insane or just steal my baby from me. And she's like, wow. This is a. Uh, this is a little elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> it's.
2: Oh. Uh, I'd I, like yes. I. I. I I like that they don't immediately go like have someone be like this is the rapture that is a nice part of this movie I will say that
4: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: but what the fuck girl like they made that character jump from zero to a hundred for no reason yeah well yeah, she she was basically like sitting in
1: her chair taking a nap or you know just like deep breaths or whatever and then all of a sudden it's all right that's it any up you fucking bitch move <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like Poor Jordan Sparks.
1: Well, she got to be on the soundtrack. <laughs> oh,
4: Okay,
2: that's that's one thing I want to say. Like, like, wouldn't The Left Behind, um, like, if the, the, this movie be like best handled by like a Tyler Perry who does a lot of like morality plays and like religious stuff. Yeah, but you know.
3: Yeah, but then you'd have busy. black people going to heaven, and like, that's not really what they're going for.
2: Oh, I didn't think. I, I really. They were serious. Like, they thought, like, that would be the perfect person, right? Behind it. Like, someone who has, like, this full blown experience. And, like. Yeah, We'll see. 2014,
1: though. I can see Tyler Perry, like, I've got, like, 15 movies to make already. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't have time for it. Oh,
2: fuck. I'm going to keep repeating, guys. You can call it the title of this episode, Fuck This Movie. Like it just, It's just. And it held my. The worst part, it held my attention the entire time. I was, like, not bored. Yeah. Well, we do have, we do give have a, a, a rating on Letterboxd, but. <laughs> hmm, do I give it a 1 or a 2? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only 5 stars. You can't give it a 2. That's for, like, movies no. that kind of way anyway. yeah well
1: and okay so we reach one of my favorite parts of the movie when uh chloe wanders by the church down on uh terra firma again and we she talks to uh pastor bruce who what what are you doing here pastor bruce well i knew the words but uh i didn't believe any of that shit i just uh used it to get with uh, i don't know single housewives or whatever I don't know. it doesn't go into that detail but it's like yeah, you know, I just kind of played along, but I didn't really believe, and so here I am. And it's like, so how many kids did you fuck? I mean... That's I what I kids. thought.
3: <laughs> right? I um, thought was, somebody's been doing some diddling.
2: Not Housewives. It's not like... I never thought it was like a Carmela pre-situation from season one of The Sopranos.
4: Ooh. Where he was...
2: <laughs> if you're familiar with that, where he's kind of like... I'm bringing my jersey out. Where he's kind of like moving in. But he didn't, because he's a priest. I don't know if you're familiar with the show. But yeah, yeah it's not the first season. <laughs> I, yeah, I never thought it was that. I was always like, oh, he fucked kids.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Priest, not ascending, it's always going to be, oh, diddled some kids. Like, it's going to be my first thought. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just don't trust those priests.
2: There is there is an aspect of this movie in this world I did wish they saw speaking of the diddling kids is like it's like the media aspect like you'd have your like oh does your um i don't know like hannity or like your fox news plants did they all go up to heaven or did they stay down like what is what is this movie's opinion on like those people
1: oh trust they're they're all fox news has no no idea that anything has even happened nope (laughs) they're they're, like they're just like wait we're getting a lot of calls that people are disappearing because Anybody know what they're talking about? Are any of you there guys I missing any relatives? How do no? we blame this on China?
2: Yeah. yeah, or like, or even like the earlier star of this film, like your Kirk Cameron's. Like, did they get, like? It's just a part of this world that I am like, that'd been fun to address. Yeah
4: the
3: the fact that Kirk Cameron never ascends in his own movies also makes me <laughs> think he diddle hit, diddles kids.
2: Yeah, you should ascend. Like, why are you the hero?
3: <laughs> well cause he's refinding God but God still doesn't think he's good enough
2: well I think you I could only imagine him talking to you as you thought the better movie of this is this is the end
1: yeah yes.
2: Jennings well, Tatum's it, my gimp. yeah and it, it I feel like it just deals with the same exact plot not with the plane and everything but the same coms, concept but they get to heaven but some yeah, people don't.
1: Yeah, I basically think uh, this is the end. Is basically the left behind two tribulation force we all really wanted, where it's like, yeah, well, what happens next? Like, well, this is what happens apparently within 20 hours. You know,
2: <laughs> you know, Emma
1: Watson stops by. Yeah, that's the yeah, whole thing.
2: I love, that. I love that movie. I, that was oh, like, absolutely. After watching this, I was like, that's what I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to recommend to your listeners. Yeah, Not well, this. Well, let's wrap this movie up real quick. Woo!
3: we to get some more drinking. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, uh,
2: what do you guys got to talk about rest? I just... I'm a very jumping-around person, if you haven't told Oh, no, yeah, we, we just want to get through this as quickly as possible. <laughs> but, oh, yeah,
1: that's right. So, okay, so the daughter, Chloe, uh, when she went to the house or whatever, there like apparently uh, Nicolas Cage left a voicemail on her mom's phone or answering machine or whatever, and it was like, oh, no, the going to hit us! And then it, like, hung up. And so she's like, oh, my God, all my family's dead, blah, blah, blah. So after walking around town for another... Six hours, she decides, well, I'm going to go to the top of a bridge and uh, listen to some Jordan Sparks music uh, while I like, con- contemplate suicide. But but meanwhile, uh, her dad's still flying the plane and gets a hold of uh, flight control. And of course, flight control's like, well, shit, the airport's a real shithole right now. We don't have any open lanes. There's debris and riding going on. I don't know, all kinds of shit. Uh, all of our power is gone. Oh, what's that? You're running out of fuel because you have a plane thrower coming out of your wing and uh, you can't pull up? Well, I mean, best of luck to you. Click.
3: Right? (laughs) And we're
1: done. So dumb. Yeah. But then... uh. But then uh, Nicolas Cage finally gets a signal to his daughter's cell phone while she's on top of the tower. He's like, oh, hi, child. What I need you to do is I need you to go to the airport and clear a path for us real right I know, quick. And I know you're in New
3: Jersey. You find me a one mile long straight road with no construction. It doesn't no sort of exist. No anything.
2: Yeah. What? Guys, guys. Especially I, I grew up with the area they live. It doesn't exist.
4: Uh, Wait,
3: wait, Just outside? (laughs) Just, like, I mean, just past the, like, coastline? There's Uh, not a long straight country road?
2: You know, (laughs) they'd have to be, like, really specific at the right time. It's a very condensed state. Guys, was anybody else going to blow
1: their load if they landed in Atlantic City on Broadway? Right!
2: With the casinos and amazing. stuff, because it's
1: PanCon air. Yeah! It would have
2: been amazing, but they were from, they were three hours from there. They even they get you a... It would oh, have been amazing. Oh, that's right. I, on
1: the coast, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm upset that now that didn't happen. Right! Because <laughs> there was a point where I just wrote, like, why didn't they just land the plane? Like, there's shit going on. Yeah.
3: Well, he said he can't do a water landing because um, they can't get the nose up because the elevators
1: are busted. Yeah. Well, you're right. There was some and, science. Behind there. And I'm like, okay, also the fuselage is made out of sugar. Okay, that makes sense.
3: Well, yeah, as is tradition. <laughs> Steve, come on. It's a movie. If we have learned in all these years anything for movies is that they don't have an off switch. They only have a self destruct button.
2: That's true. Fuck this movie. Um, <laughs> but now that AC ending, I'm like, wow. That been, and, then they're, and then they're literally abandoned in the, like, fur, one of the furthest points of Jersey. It would even get better.
3: Well, the important thing is she totally clears all the construction equipment off <laughs> yeah. this area. Oh no she doesn't. She just moves it around with the nose of a pickup. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. This is going to be quite controversial, and I apologize. <laughs> but I just personally feel and believe that planes are significantly bigger than trucks, especially passenger <laughs> planes. I'm sorry if that offends anyone. If that shocks you, so be it.
1: <laughs> I don't know, my Dodge Ram, uh, Super Duty. Uh, oh, God, what's the special edition we saw, saw the other day? Oh, the big horn.
3: The uh, the, the cop, cock replacer.
2: Yeah, that's what. Wait, what? Yeah, what? the That's what. That's what Chloe Steele started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, she clears this path of like all these pylons and construction things because you know construction crews fucking gone. I mean,
4: oh, yeah. those that weren't
1: raptured, they were like, well shit, I guess that's an early day. Whoop, and they were out of there.
3: Oh, but they left all their trucks. So and I'm all not gonna all the lie. Keys and, this yeah. actually. <laughs> Having a little bit of construction knowledge, this I could actually believe. I had a neighbor who I worked for a couple of times who was a um, construction foreman, and he particularly enjoyed uh, hiring the basically born-again Christian work groups because they didn't steal his tools. I could believe that this was entirely like reformed gangbangers, and so the entire crew except for the foreman got, uh, got offended.
2: Wow. There we
3: go. Most Whoa. believable part of this movie, in my opinion. More, even more believable than, uh, well, especially a lot more believable than Chloe getting to drive her dad. sob.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, okay. And speaking of which, so Chloe's like cleared out, I don't know, eight tenths of a mile or something. They say like, not quite a mile, but it's like, well, it's the best we can get if we can see it. And apparently she's like...
3: You can't land it in that. Yeah, but I don't want her to think it's her fault if we crash yeah, and
1: die. I don't want her to know it's all her fault. We're all going to die. <laughs> but yeah, while he's saying that, she's like, Oh, what am I going to do? Where's that plane? Not watching where she's going. Boom, right into a like part cement mixer or something. Oh, you're terrible at everything, Chloe. Yep. So then we get the plane landing and like sliding and crashing and getting within like inches of a gas tanker. Like, Arr! so wait, wait, wait. The road she cleared is between a pile of construction equipment
3: and a fully loaded gas truck. By the way, with gas uh, gas trucks on either side. Yep. Yeah, and, she's incredible. Yeah. So, just curious, what the hell were they building with that much diesel fuel?
1: They got to refuel the equipment, like a billion times apparently. Like I show. think that, oh, maybe these were radical extremist Christians,
3: and they were like, what? so they got to send. us, obviously Christians, but apparently they were going to blow up the center portion of New Jersey.
1: Because
3: the they have, they're they're setting up a bomb site. That's Listen,
1: the they, only reason you'd have this much. Look, they don't believe that Newark.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. They. they are, they A lot of Norkers were ascended.
3: Steve, we were talking about how this is a pre-9-11 movie.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, the family from Nork, a lot of Norkers were ascended. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. They probably weren't. They probably stole <laughs> some bread or something like that. Yeah, bro. Like, or, they were,
1: or they had impure thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, they coveted
3: their like, neighbor's oxen.
2: Well, I, I, I would like to add, I, yeah, she's like the waste of the movie, in my opinion, right? Like, like you remove Chloe, it's a better movie.
4: Yeah,
1: it's basically Langoliers, because you're just on the plane, you're like, what's yeah. going on? I don't know, but we gotta land this plane, that's what's really important, we'll figure it out when and if yeah. we survive this.
3: You still get your hashtag then, child murder? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys found the better out?
3: version of this movie, it's Langoliers,
2: the miniseries. And then you, Find out at the end, like, oh shit, we were in the rapture. Yeah, and like, like everyone's gone. Like, you last like twenty five minutes. Like, but and like, and really then it's like, back, what happens? Oh, sorry. Yep, yeah, agree. What happens now?
1: Yeah, it's like what happens next, and that's the sequel bag for Left Behind Two: Tribulation Force. And you're like, wait, Tribulation Force? That sounds like an action movie. I'm fucking in. You would be disappointed. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so the plane lands perfectly fine, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Chloe's still around, so she has to, like, go through slow motion explosions of all the gas tanks and shit around her.
4: Because,
1: you know, now we have to be concerned about her. Like, eh, not really. By the way,
3: I would like it. It
1: wasn't slow motion. That's just
3: as fast as she can run.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, everybody's, uh, you know, they do the little inflatable slide thing, and everybody gets out of the plane. Buck and Chloe, they hug when they see each other. Uh, Ray and uh, Hattie, the stewardess, have their little thing where it's like, hey, um, so I'm not going to bang you because, uh, I, I don't know, I'm having some weird feelings. She's like, yeah, whatever, I've already moved on. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Ray and Chloe hug and they apologize for, I don't know, not believing or whatever, not being there for one another. Well, looks like it's the end of the world. No, it's just the beginning. (gasps) Roll
2: credits. Fuck this movie. (laughs) Like, I hate, like, oh, guys. Guys. But... Why? Why did they do this? Like, like, you really are setting this up with this movie? We couldn't get, like... Like, I'll tell you what, right now. You give you give the intro everything you need, 15 minutes, and then lead off? You got a better movie. And I know I already <laughs> said I liked the first, mo- the first part of the movie without the rapture shit, but you got a better movie that makes me want to see the sequel. By the time we get to the end, I don't give a shit if these people die of starvation in New Jersey.
3: They're not going to die of starvation because there's half the people on the planet, so they get twice the
2: food. So, guys, this this is what I'm hearing. If we took all
1: three movies and turned it into a Netflix series, it's like nine episodes. Mm. The first episode grabs you in, the next two, nah. And then Mm. the fourth one, it's like, well, this is the start of the post-apocalyptic world.
3: Oh, police. You think any Whataburger uh, employees are getting ascended? (laughs) (laughs) Fast food's going to be just, you think anybody working at Taco Bell is getting ascended? Uh, Probably not. They all stuck their He's dick like, in the baby. I gotta go in.
1: You're right. Don't
2: worry. This would be a better net. I mean, it's going to be a Netflix series or a streaming series at some point. Oh God, I wish. Okay, well, okay. So do we bring Nick Cage back as Ray Steele or? Well, in my perfect world, I always bring Nick Cage back. Okay,
3: but... do we do this to Nick Cage again though, or do we like no. him too
2: much? Well, no, I like him too much. No, I think I think I just I just think these creators were like. Uh, I'm assuming you guys read the IMDb trivia. Of course. Oh, and we'll <laughs> yeah. get to that soon. Shall
4: yeah, we? yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, leave I'll,
2: leave, I'll, leave, I'll leave it for you. Um, but, like, this just seems like a property. They, like, keep trying to turn out however, like, minuscule it needs to be. So, the, like, it gets a six-episode series in the next ten years.
1: I can see it. Can see it. Uh, well, okay, so it sounds like a hard not recommend from Joe. Uh, babe, would you recommend <laughs>
3: I would literally prefer to watch um, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance seven times in a row before I watch this again.
2: I mean, that's obvious because it's an amazing movie. Um, I kind of want to fight you on that because I have a recommendation if you want to watch this movie. Oh, what's that? Uh, It'd be a great drinking game. Oh. It'd be a great drinking game. Drink out of time time investigative journalism you drink every time christianity symbols or allusions <laughs> to the rapture is brought up
1: well, i don't think then, you drink that
2: much water <laughs> See, I, I would
3: rather watch a talking cat again uh, before i watch this movie again did
2: you guys watch um, that kevin spacey's talking cat movie oh oh nine lives oh, no, no, no no we're talking
1: no. about a talking cat a talking cat eric roberts basically is Oh, and he's so
3: drunk yeah. the whole time.
2: We know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. going to move on. But anyway, <laughs> I don't recommend this movie, but I'm going to have him actually it's tonight, a bad movie club. And not tonight because I don't want to watch it again, but I'm going to recommend it for the future for a drinking game purposes. All um, right.
1: That makes sense. I can see that. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break, and <gasps> when we come back, Ooh. we have more beer,
4: yeah.
1: fun facts, <gasps> and what we learned from Left
4: Behind. Mm.
0: Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. I love the smell of movies in the morning.
2: There's no feeling in podcasts! There's no
0: feeling in podcasts!
2: This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe.
0: Feels. Real feels. Not the feels! Not the feels!
2: Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Fills Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand
1: new
0: movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Coming to ha! Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to. Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast.
3: Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... Inter- I thought we were their new favorite
0: podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh,
3: Twitter and Facebook.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup But our main page is... On Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine. What do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't
4: the same. You tried.
3: Hey, this is Liz and this is Heather. And We are nerdy bitches podcast, a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture from movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between. We bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC, Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon.
2: Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything
1: I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player.
3: And we're back! Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that I've ever added in the history of adding! Ah, oh, she said it! Oh, they get better every week! <laughs> uh,
1: but, uh, babe, I don't know about you, I'm, I'm a little thirsty.
3: Hmm, that's weird, I'm feeling a little unpatriotic, you got anything that can fix that?
1: Oh, well, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we teased a little earlier, we have some patriotic beers, Uh, Well, the second one isn't a beer, but it's Mountain Dew Liberty Brew. Yeah! Uh, 50 flavors in one, which, wow, really means it's one flavor. Um, Yeah, let's see. not getting an ABV on this one, uh, but it does have caffeine, so... Woo! All right. Let me one moment while I pop my top. Yes. Oh, his top! Nice. And the poor... (laughs) That. <laughs> get blue on.
3: Yeah. all right well this is a um the color of a melted otter pop yeah, <laughs> aggressive blue yeah,
1: a patriotic blue Ooh,
3: and it <laughs> smells like a pixie stick it Uh-oh. smells like sweet and sour mix yes how does that taste steve
1: well i'm going to take a guess that this 50 flavors in one is actually uh, blue raspberry maybe
3: it tastes like a melted otter pop
1: yeah yeah the blue is- one yeah, was a uh, son Alexander the Grape. What's the blue one called? <laughs> yep, tastes like a blue raspberry Mountain Dew. All right. <laughs> uh, how about you, Joe? You got something drinking?
2: Yeah, uh, the, during the break, I uh, I grabbed a uh, nice uh, Jersey Brewery, Cape May Brewing Company, uh, Citrus Shandy, The Grove. It's a uh, four point five. Ooh. And then, uh, during a recording, I did sneak into Heineken, so I've had a nice variety of, uh, <laughs> of beers here today.
4: Yes, they well, gotta
1: jump it all over the place, They had the shandy Yeah, well, yeah, hard. you
2: know what? It was just what was given to me when I took the break, and, um, yeah, I'll roll with it. it was all part of God's plan, I get what you're saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, who would be interested in some fun facts?
3: Only if they're fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts.
1: All right. Absolutely. Well, yes, luckily, we've got a few. <clears throat> All right, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, Joe, what do you think the critics thought of
2: Left Behind? I believe it is a... I actually didn't look at Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm not <laughs> being a, a smartass here. I think it's like an 8 How about you,
3: Nick? Hmm... Yeah, the critics aren't gonna love this, but there's definitely gonna be that uh oh god, what's the one my mom subscribes to that she uses to let the pets pee on? Uh the, the, the Christian voice or Catholic Christian voice. The Catholic voice. Smarter. Oh jeez. It's it's a free delivery. My mom needs uh my mom needs something to put under the bird, so she says <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm sure the Christian voice reviewed it highly, and there's probably a few others, so I'm going to go ahead and say a nice high
1: 22%. Well, critics gave it 1%. Oh, I
4: was one,
2: one. one of those ones that pop up, and that's where I argue, no. <laughs> I just say No. Because there are so many, there's a few, we, as we talked earlier, there's the worse ones that they didn't review, that well, I, should be
4: well,
2: I was going to say,
1: I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, because I looked up the one positive critic review out of the 68 otherwise scathing reviews of this movie. Uh, I'm going to call her out. It's Diana Sanger of the ReviewExpress.com, whatever that is. Uh, mm, she said, quote... <laughs> A great cast delivers high drama in this action thriller. Four and a half out of five.
2: So the director's uh, cousin reviewed the movie. I
1: assume so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what movie she was, or maybe she thought she was watching Con Air. I, I don't know. Oh, buddy. <laughs> if this was Con Air, this would be a five-hour podcast. Yeah, oh, boy. Oh, boy, we'd be just watching it right here with you, talking about it as it goes along. Like, it'd be a commentary yeah. track. <laughs> and then it'd be like, you want to repeat it? I have more thoughts. Yeah. All right. Audience score, though, Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think?
3: Oh, Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, yeah, this is like, hmm, the Catholics are going to come out in force. Uh, I'm going to say 15.
1: 15%? percent mm-hmm.
2: All right, how about you, Joe? All right. Uh, I'm going to just go a little higher because I wasn't. I was going to do prices right, but the 16. But I think it's like 18%. Audience score is
1: 38%. Remember, guys, <sighs> the people that went and watched this were looking for a Christian movie. Should have hey swapped guys. my answers.
2: <laughs> hey, guys, fuck this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this, uh, th- this is what's going to dishearten you a little bit. $16 million budget where
3: on um, all those plane effects
1: worldwide gross 27.4 million dollars this was almost a hit and almost it didn't, successful? Get, and it I didn't mean, get a sequel yeah well I mean it didn't get the Nicolas Cage sequel we all wanted
3: well because he was busy <laughs> doing stuff for his brother
1: Yeah. oh guys oh okay sorry we forgot to bring this up uh, when we were talking about the movie uh You know, the Antichrist is in all the Left Behind movies, like a major (sighs) driving force of it is like the end of this movie. Kirk Cameron, you know, the Rayford Steele finds out that there's this Russian uh, politician guy named Nikolai who's the Antichrist and is trying to, you know, basically kill. Okay, so we watch this from watching watching, uh, Left Behind 2 Tribulation Force that is like told in a flashback where it's basically the end of the movie is this Nikolai guy being at like the united nations or you like like a like a g12 meeting or whatever and just like shooting eight or nine of like the heads of state and basically like now i control yeah. our world economy and blah 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 and of course only Kirk Cameron, you know only Ray steals the one that knows this because he was there as a I don't know pilot for one no, of them or something. It's, doesn't
3: Kirk Cameron play Cameron? the investigative. Journalist? Oh, no, that's right. That's yeah, right. The yeah, journals, he plays that's Cameron. Right, that's
1: right. I keep getting it. Kirk
3: Cameron way. played Will Buck, but Cameron. Kirk, yeah. that's why I just keep calling him Kirk Cameron because Cameron <laughs> plays Cameron plays Cameron.
1: There we go. But yeah, he's he's the journalist that knows about it, but no one believes him. And then the Rapture happens, and Nikolai's like this whole thing, blah blah blah. That's why I'm like, if this is a Netflix series, I want Nick Cage to be Nikolai.
3: Yes, he plays the Antichrist!
1: Not only so, because I wanted want the Russian accent,
2: but no. So Steve, so Steve, has, did in this movie, because I had no idea from this movie, did in this movie the Antichrist, like, show up, or reference, or... No, not even a little bit, not even a Hinsky. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. There's so many characters in this movie that you would think one of them would just be, like, Could it be his daughter? Oh my god! It was a little person, obviously. Oh shit! I think it's his daughter. She was a whore. (laughs) But is
1: she anti Christ whore or just I don't know? That's just you you know know, mildly slutty, like we all hope our daughters will turn out to be.
2: (laughs) That's kind of disappointing. That like this movie could have this movie could have like had that like nice like devil sleaze to it. Yeah. But okay, but
1: yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been at least a twenty percent with the critics, I would think. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I uh, you get, like just a little more conflict. Like really, this this movie was a, a like a prologue to a book. It wasn't even yeah. one book. It was a prologue to a book.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I, it, it's like they took all the interesting parts out of any kind of a story. It was just all the the personal drama, where it's like, yeah, I made mistakes and had thoughts in the past, and now I'm not going to heaven. Well, at least I
2: survived this plane crash. Wait, what? Because the plane You're... crash would kind of be the thing. But you, you actually just you you, I'm, you blew my mind that this movie was supposed to feature an antichrist.
1: Right. Okay. Well, because
2: okay, we watched this one after, or did we watch it
1: before or after the uh, tribulation force? Uh, we watched this one first,
3: and then yeah. we watched the... Because we were gearing ourselves up, and then we watched the other first one, the Kirk Cameron first one, before we watched Tribulation Force. We knew what was going on. Oh, <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's yeah, like, cause wait, we where, like, there was no Antichrist in the Nick Cage one?
3: What what, what the hell? Yeah, because we we decided we... We needed to give it our best shot, so we need to be informed. But we had to, you know, ease ourselves into the water. <laughs> so, what better way to butter ourselves up than with Nick Cage?
2: Guys, that's the best way—only butter. <laughs> well,
1: and you may be wondering why the hell was Nick Cage in this movie? Well, apparently, he made the movie as a favor for his brother Mark, who is a priest. Apparently, uh, Mark Coppola. Uh, uh, I don't know, I assume in the backstory, you got, you know, hey, they're making this left-behind movie and they need a star. You should totally be in it, because Chad Michael Murray isn't a pole like he was in 2002. And he's like, <laughs> well, all right, maybe. Yeah, that,
2: that all adds up. That tracks.
3: All right, what we really want for the finale is Chad Michael Murray making the Twin Towers disappear.
1: Ooh, I, uh, I got some bad news for you.
4: Yeah?
1: <laughs> Chad Michael Murray isn't much of a draw anymore. Damn it. Okay, Joe, do you We have to ask because every time we bring this up We find out who's seen BoJack Horseman And who hasn't
2: I have, I get it Okay, okay so yeah. you
1: know what scene we're talking
2: about. Yes
3: We use that joke way more often than we I
2: love. I love that oh, That's a great reference there <laughs> And the last fun fact that
1: I have isn't that Chad Michael Murray isn't much of a draw anymore. It's (laughs) that the author Tim uh, LaHaye actually makes a cameo appearance in this movie. Uh, He rides an escalator in the mall. That's it. That's all I got.
2: Great. I'll add in for your viewers. I actually have recently watched a decent uh, and uh, not a great, a decent Chad Michael Murray movie that came out like a year ago. (gasps) What's that? (laughs) It's called Camp Coldbrook. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Um, it's a horror movie. He plays like a bullshit, like, paranormal investigator, like, ghost adventures type. Investigative journalist, but go on. Yeah, same, actually probably the same character. And, uh, <laughs> and it's like, it's okay, right? Like, it's it's not amazing, it's not great, but it's definitely getting added into my, uh, like, Halloween rotation. Uh, for like easy watches. Um, I don't know if you're fans of the Funhouse Massacre. Yeah. Uh, great horror movie. It's the second. it's like the, the same director's like second or third film. So I gave it a watch and it wasn't bad, and every time Chad Michael Murray pops up, I'm like, oh shit, Chad Michael Murray, because that's kind of what he's become.
1: <laughs> the Star of
2: Left Behind? Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's now well, now, now That's what doing. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This, ca- this cast, at least three members, I was like... Except Cage, because we knew, because it's in the cover. I was like, you're in this? You're in right? this?
1: <laughs> Wait, that looks like the girl from uh, American Idol. What the hell?
2: <laughs> That's the one I just didn't like. put two and two together on.
3: That's <laughs> because all the ones on American Idol look all look the same.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, since uh, Justin and Kelly...
3: Steve, I guarantee you, if we put the lineup of a season of, like, I don't know, RuPaul's Drag Race and a lineup of uh, American uh, Idol, you'll be able to tell more of the RuPaul's Drag Race apart. I remember
1: Ruben Stuttered. And uh, Clay Aiken, I remember him.
2: <laughs> and that was about the time I stopped watching, what was that, season what? two? Yeah, and Ruben <laughs> Studdard, yeah, that's about it. That's where, that's where my knowledge ends, too. <laughs> and I Chris, think there was a Chris Fantasia Dullard?
1: in there somewhere. Chris
2: Daughtry, I think, was in
1: there. Oh yeah, the bald guy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or was so, he in the voice? Yeah, way. it
2: doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. But either way, yeah, that's that's where I'll give Child Michael Murray his his due. I'll give him a sh- I'll give him a shout out for a movie he has done a year or two ago that I, I didn't think was as terrible as <laughs> low budgetness assumed. He could be voice. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. What did we learn from Left Behind? Uh, Joe, is our guest,
2: would you like to go first? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, first, I learned, fuck this movie. But <laughs> I've heard that you, like, it's not, it's, it's like, you could just essentially live a life of pure recklessness as long as at some point you're like, I'm down with Jesus, and, like, believe it. As long as you believe it, everything's fine. If you believe it, you can achieve it. If you believe yeah. children
3: are our future
2: yeah <laughs> kids kids could do no wrong no kid is alive
1: yeah but yeah, the cutoff is like
2: 16 maybe 9 we don't
1: know yeah, yeah i think it was like 9 or 10 that would be my guess i, I was waiting to see all the teenagers like where'd everybody go and like oh that's the asshole teenagers
2: if you're a teenager you're like great we could drink and fuck it doesn't matter
4: yeah Woo! we just have no
2: shame mom. in this world if you had no shame it's a good world
3: how about you, babe? What would you learn from this movie? Hashtag God no, Uh We already knew that. For... <laughs> um, I learned that uh, even Nicolas Cage can't save this movie. I just didn't care about any of the characters. like Not yeah. even a little bit. No, uh, un- Unrelated to this movie, at the time of this year recording, is actually our wedding anniversary. But Steve, yeah. I got a very important text while we oh, were
1: congratulations. recording. Oh, what's that?
3: Our kittens, Cameron and Poe, we adopted last year. I was asking about their birthday because I figured it had to be coming along. It's actually today as well.
2: Aww, our oh, were guys! Born on our
1: Congratulations! Happy uh, birthday to the kittens! Yay. Happy birthday, kittens! I swear you were born on September 11.
4: <laughs>
1: anyway,
3: We <laughs> were born oh, on June 6th. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, let's see. What did I learn? Uh, I learned sometimes disasters are good, whether it's a uh, tsunami wiping out a village yep. or, you know, mid-air impact of airplanes where one goes barreling into a city and kills mm-hmm. thousands of people.
3: Yeah, if you're in an area affected by a disaster zone, don't, 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 uh, don't, don't flee. This is God's plan for you.
1: Yeah. Um, I also learned Jordan, don't give Jordan Sparks a gun on an airplane. Um, <laughs> Let's see, what else? Uh, dementia people can't go to heaven. Oh, oh, that's true. If you have dementia, you're not going to heaven. Sorry, that's uh, I don't make the rules. If you have still. any
2: other religious beliefs, no heaven.
1: Yeah, no heaven there either. Um, I also learned I really don't want to see reporters reporting on other reporters. <laughs>
3: but what if they're asking
1: about their beliefs in God? Ooh, don't
2: know. I'm, uh, I'm okay with not caring about that. <laughs> sh- I wish... Like, that, that's another thing I wish I, I... It's not what I learned, but I wish the movie showed me what happened to Karen, the reporter. Right? Oh, got you know left. what
3: happened? She left her, her jewelry and her false knee got left behind, and she went up to heaven.
2: You're right. <laughs> uh, also, like, I learned that, like, when you go to heaven, you're just naked. And, like, hopefully oh, okay. no one else judges. Hmm. There's like, no shame in heaven. Yeah, it's heaven. <laughs> you still gotta yeah, see them.
1: It, well, you know what happens? If you go, you get raptured up to heaven, and you look at someone and go, baby dick, you know what happens? You go right back down, and you're naked there in the middle of the apocalypse.
3: But what if you believe in God marker,
1: left behind to tribulation force. But what if you still oh. love
3: God? You can't love God and make baby dick jokes?
1: Hey, yeah, you're making... If you're making fun of people uh their bodies, you uh, you don't get raptured.
3: No, hashtag body shaming. That's right. Oh, that's why the daughter didn't get raptured. We yeah. know she gave her roommate uh, a college and eating disorder. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh fuck. But, I, like, and that's another thing of this movie. The the daughter was the like one of the more miscast people ever. By miscast, do you mean horribly acted? <laughs> That too, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like no, we're early, you think we're she like,
3: can't "Carry the movie."
2: Early, we were like, "Oh yeah, Zoe Deutsch would have been really fun." Uh, yeah, she would have made this movie great. All
1: right, so if we recast this, we're getting uh, Zoe Deutsch and Leah Thompson can stay since she's only there for a day or so. Uh, who do we get? Uh, Chad Michael Murray? Do we
2: bring him back or uh... no, we keep Chad Michael Murray? I have no. Objection to the Chad Michael Murray. I think uh, for the the Muslim character, uh, we get um, uh, the the guy from the Daily, Sh- not uh, Trevor Noah, but uh, I don't want to mispronounce his name. Uh, Asif Manvi? Yes, we get him, <laughs> star of the Last Airbender, Asif Manvi <laughs> Oh God, why did you bring that up? But him, <laughs> I just, I, we just, we we just watched all of Avatar, and then we did the movie, just for the fuck of it. Oh god, I'm terrible! But he would be in a blast. I think we get him. Um, I think I think for the porny, for the porny girl, like the the stewardess. I don't know, like a Kristen Wiig or something like that, like trying to do dramatic. And then, I'm, okay. I'm
1: okay with bringing Nikki Whalen back. She she had that character down, and I don't know if you've seen Inconceivable, but. Inconceivable! Yeah, I, I can
2: uh, I I can watch a movie with Nikki Whalen anytime. <laughs> okay, let's. I'll keep Nikki Whalen. She was not. She was nice to look at. And then remember, like the movie star woman from First Class, who I assumed was a movie star, with the accent. The the movie star woman from X Men First Class. No, 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 no. In in for, in the plane, the first class. Oh. Oh,
4: who's that? Um, gay, 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 I yes. thought
2: she was uh, a movie star, like that. They don't tell you her character. She should have been because it looked just like her. uh the comedian, uh, uh like like Nikki Glaser. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I can see that. Like I was like, is that Nikki Glaser or Isla or Isla Schlesinger? Two yeah, I mean, Isla Schlesinger. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that. they look very similar to either or. And I was like, is that is that is that them? That's weird.
1: <laughs> That's my text. That- and then, do we have Nicholas Cage as Rayford Steele, or do we bring him in as uh, Nikolai, the the, uh, the Antichrist? Because we're definitely bringing him in a remake.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, you know what? Bring him <laughs> in as the Antichrist. Give me Kurt Russell as oh. the pilot. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh god, jo- Zoe Thanks. Zoe Deutsch would be the
1: uh, the child of Kurt Russell in the Thompson.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck, I'm in.
2: So. <laughs> You have a hit, guys. Right? (laughs) Everything I learned about movies is that this is a hit. You just cast it right.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, Joe, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, Would you mind telling us about your podcast again?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, uh, By the way, guys, I had such a blast talking to you guys today. Uh, This was a ton of fun. I I hope to come back in the future. Uh, I'm on Flyover State of Film it's uh, you can find it anywhere um, on uh, you know Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube mainly. We do video as well, and it's just uh, four of us, and we bring topics to the table and we discuss one movie a week as the center of the topics. So we have a lot of fun. We play some games, and and truly, we I think everyone would enjoy the time listening to it. So uh, hope you check it out. Excellent. Any uh, particular movies coming up, this Nick August cage that uh, you'd like to mm. talk about?
1: Uh, Cage-wise or? Uh, or uh, whatever's coming up uh, in, in August. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs>
2: well, recent episode, which we have not recorded yet, um, at the time of this recording, is uh, we did Bowfinger. That was my <laughs> choice. Uh, I just love that movie, but I found out it was a little problematic, to give you <laughs> more than I remember. What? Yeah. <laughs> No. a movie from late 90s that you liked um, and then uh, and then uh, no you know it's hard right now because with not many things released it's just like digging through a lot of old movies that I'm like oh that was fun on Shudder uh, I love the first Urban Legends I think it's a really fun Scream ripoff and uh, I, last night I watched the sequel from 2000 I didn't know existed that was also fun <laughs> I really had nothing coming up, guys. <laughs> I'm Joe, I'm sorry, and I'm Joe. And us uh, say you can find me at a one on Twitter as well. <laughs> Excellent. Well
1: yeah, so check out uh, flyover state of film. Uh Izzy, yeah. are you on social media at all? I am.
3: You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping keeping? Oh, housekeeping, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, um, but my brain stopped working at the time of this here recording. I'm having all kinds of sales in my shop right now because uh, we just did Craft Lake City, super, super fun craft show. Uh probably gonna have some videos from that up as well. We've been doing demos and whatnot. So much fun. Yeah. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We we really we really loved having you. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and, uh, anytime. Uh, and uh, we also uh, have a new sponsor. It's a uh, Darn did. Good Yarn. Uh, You can uh, check out our website at eilfm.podbean.com for all some sweet links that'll uh, take you to some great deals they got going on. Uh, Babe, what's Darn Good Yarn? Darn Good Yarn is a company
3: that... uh is based in the U S and they help women in India and Nepal uh, escape. Well, in India specifically escaping the caste system and out in Nepal, you know, women who are escaping um, like abusive relationships and whatnot, get back up on their feet. Uh, The, the group started in India, taking recycled saris and remnant material from the factories there and literally just shredding it up to make recycled sari yarn. It's beautiful, 80% silk yarn. Um, And then they've expanded into other products, including skirts, which I wear religiously. I'm wearing one right now. It's made from, yeah, recycled saris. It's light, perfect for summer, super flattering. We also just got a Kantha quilt, which is an Indian style of quilting. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's that what makes the Cantha quilt special is what, and what makes like a quilt a quilt is you do stitching all over it, like in little patterns or whatnot that holds all the layers together. The Cantha quilts are very, very light. Like ours that we ordered has no batting. It's just basically two pieces of this lovely light cotton with these wonderful patterns on it. And then they do this beautiful like embroidery stitch stitching up and down it. And yeah. Just fantastic. So support a good cause. Support this, here podcast. Go to uh, eilfm.podbean.com and click through our link, and then they know that we sent you. No extra cost to you.
1: Yeah, I think that one of the links is for like a buy one get one free deal they have going on for uh, sponsors. Um, yeah, there's also like a with like a, a sorry of the the month club and stuff like that.
3: Absolutely, and I haven't asked for that because we're in the middle of uh, yeah. of a pandemic,
1: but maybe next <laughs> year things kick. I say they're actually pretty, pretty surprisingly affordable, so we may have to uh, talk Ooh, about yeah. that and you know talk about it here on a podcast. But yeah, check them
3: out. <laughs> but yeah, if you've seen uh, if you've seen pretty much any of my pictures or. My demo videos. That's what I'm wearing these days.
1: Yeah, they're amazing. Check them out, guys. Um, so, yeah, until uh,
2: next time, I'm Steve.
3: I'm Izzy. Yeah,
2: no, I'm Joe, and uh, you can find me on ChainDangle1 at Twitter to interact and um, usually follow my normal bullshit. <laughs> and this is
4: Everything, everything I, learned I Learned from movies. movies.
2: Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
4: Good night. Don't get left behind. <gasps>
2: oh. oh, shit, what happened to my clothes? Oh! No, not
4: again. Oh,
0: no, just your clothes ascended. Oh, my job. Is it peaceful? Is it free? Like they say,
4: does the sun shine bright for it?